Blog Talk Radio. I don't think we're really live yet. If we are, I apologize. But y'all can hear my soothing voice for 18 more seconds in case. Oh, shit, we are live. Hold on. We lost Luke. This is Jay Lethal, the undisputed champion of the wrestling world. This is John Sullivan. It's Babs, I Michael Thompson talking. It's the phenomenal AJ Styles. Psycho Killer, Kamasa Champa. This is Matt Blair. Thank you for listening to Sportscast Radio. Sportscast Radio. Welcome to Sportscast Radio. Second sportscast radio coming at you. Captain fucking New Japan in the house, Elijah McNeil. I don't know. I didn't know why you came in like that, man. Yo, 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 because I know it's your favorite wrestler. <laughs> You're about to feud with, with Fergal Devitt. You know, Virgil Devitt? Fergal? Fergal? Is that a, is that, what's his, is that a, what's his face? That's Ben Bauer. Yeah, that's a shoot name. <laughs> Prince Devitt. He's coming with a scope full of fire. Uh, big shout out once again to Goals, G-O-H-L-S on the Twitch. Uh, we are part of the Calgary Knights, myself and Luke. And I'd like to give a shout out as I'm the general manager. We just drafted one, Mel Davis, from our Portland fleet on the SFL. It's now part of the team. Not that anybody gives a shit, but that's what what's going that? on. Mel's tight. That's, that's trash. Mel Davis sucks, I heard. Man, we're going to trade you then and keep Mel. Trade me, bitch. Good. We don't need you on the team anyway. Your guy skates like... I don't want to like, be uh, part of your trash-ass team. Your your guy skates like... Uh, like uh, uh, What's that guy's name that used to play on the wild? O'Donnell? Sean O'Donnell? Hopefully this team isn't ran like the fleet, dog. <laughs> I'm running this stuff. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Anyway, we are live, as I said. We're having some fun. And tonight, obviously, we're going to give you our end of the year NFL awards, our thoughts. Uh, the Super Bowl is just around the corner. But as as uh, a lot of people, including including Elijah himself, has, has wanted to bring up, and we're going to give it to you guys. Who's Elijah? We're talking, we're talking Vikings today. We got to get into some Vikings talk. The season's over. There is 8,000 rumors out there. Uh, there's a lot of ways that we can start and address this and and really get going. And I think being Elijah, you had uh, you know you're like, hey, let's let's talk Vikings. Let's really get into to Vikings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I want to just go right into this, and I want to ask you to start us off with, in my opinion, the first question and the most important one. Are we going to bring back our quarterback? I mean, I don't work for the Vikings, so obviously I don't know the no, but for you sure give answer. Me an opinion. But my opinion is, if he wants, if he wants forty-five a year, mm-hmm. no, yeah, no, like I just, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't do it at that price. I just feel like there's, I feel like our offense is good enough 
to where we could survive with a bridge quarterback. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like the defense, the defense is really what they need. And I feel like Daniil Hunter would probably be a much bigger loss than Kirk Cousins would be, you know, I don't know. Like, I I know you're not going to be able to sign Cousins, sign Hunter, re-sign Jefferson, do stuff in free agency. But if it's my choice, I'm going the route where I let Cousins walk, draft it, like, try and find a bridge QB, re-sign Hunter, try and sign Antoine Winfield Jr., Is he a draft agent? like this. He is a free agent. He's restricted, I believe, though. But oh, he is not, a free agent. he's not going anywhere. He might because they they can match whatever whatever we or whatever anyone offers, though. Yeah, but I, they I they're talking about that they might not match it. So I don't know. Wow, they might not. let's go. But, <laughs> but but like, wow, and then, then in the draft in the first round, you know, draft best available defense player like. You know, I personally think they should go, if they re-sign Hunter, they should go, like, interior D-line to match with Hunter because that's probably, besides cornerback, that's probably our weakest um, position on the team. So, I don't know. That's my opinion. I just, I think the price might be steep for a couple more, year, couple more years of Kirk Cousins, and then, you know, you lose – you lose him after you lose like Hunter and Harrison Smith is probably isn't going to be back. It's just, you know, you're losing a lot and to bring him back to only have him for a couple of years. Uh, doesn't make too much sense to me, I guess. I'm going to, I'm going to sidebar Winfield here um, before going into obviously draft talk and, and everything, Luke, just kind of, same question I asked him with, and just kind of give your thoughts with it without diving too deep into the draft. What do you think with what are you doing with Kirk next year? I think, uh, I think, I guess I don't know. <laughs> um, I feel like with a quarterback, you overpay him when you can. So do I think he's going to return? Yes. Do I think it's going to be on a team-friendly deal? I don't know. A um, couple things that I've seen come out today here. Uh, one of the big talking points was uh, this came from Kevin Seifert over at ESPN. Uh, Minnesota isn't likely to select one of the top-tier quarterbacks in this class, so it makes sense to bring back Cousins. So in this case, let's resign him to a two-year, $85 million, fully fully guaranteed extension, that gives the Vikings two years until Cousins is 38 years old to draft and develop his successor. What does that do for you, Luke? Doesn't make me real horny. (laughs) 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 All right. Wasn't expecting that, but I'll take it. Um, I I mean, I don't, I don't think I really need to say my point. I think everybody knows what I want and what I'm hoping for. Um, And I still think we got a shot to bring back cousins at less than what other people are going to pay would would offer him. I think when you texted me, Elijah about, Oh, cousins is going to San Fran before they made the comeback. Um, you know, that takes them out of the running. A lot of people, I think, unless, I mean, or I should say, do you think that takes them out of the running other than the Super Bowl, Elijah? 
there's still the Super Bowl. So you think and, if they if, if they lose by one point, they give up on Purdy no. and Titan Cousins? Nah, I wouldn't go like one point. But if Purdy doesn't have isn't lights out and they lose, I feel like you if have, they lose by twenty and Purdy throws three picks, is that it for him? Do they pull them for Cousins? I w- I could see them going after Cousins if that happens. Okay. Just because forty nine ers have a window. You know, and mm-hmm. like Shanahan's always been a Cousins guy, like, and Cousins is like the perfect guy for that offense. Like, I think Purdy's all right, but he just he doesn't have a lot of arm talent, and it shows. And I feel like Cousins has the arm talent that could like really, really open up that offense like even more than it already yeah. is. So. Well, and I feel like, and, I, and I've said this to Luke a couple of times, I feel like at some point reality is going to kick in on Brock Purdy. And I don't want to be the, the negative Nancy on him, but I just, those, the little things like what you just mentioned with like that arm strength as an example are things that make me think that he's, it's going to just at some point flounder. At some point he's going to get figured out. And it's, there, he, I don't think he has the talent that like, Mahomes and Herbert and Lamar and, you know, two guys like that do to adjust to defenses that figure out how to scheme them. And I think that's, what's going to be his detriment. So another talk that I heard, we can go this, this route too with it. And, you know, Luke, I'll ask your opinion on this here first. We'll flip it. Other thing that I've seen a lot of people writing about today, yesterday and earlier in the week was the Vikings. If needed to, either drafting or trading up from 11 and taking J.J. McCarthy as their quarterback a choice. If he's the number four quarterback off the board and goes to us, meaning the other top three are gone, but we have to move up to nine or eight to get him. Do you like that move, Luke, or are you against it? You wait wait and see what you can get at the second round even, or at 11. No. I don't think J.J. McCarthy is a top four quarterback. Out of, out of the out of all the people coming out, no. Who's the who are the prospects? So I mean, obviously the the first the first ones ahead of them are going to be Drake May, um, Jane Daniels, and then you know Caleb Williams, depending if he goes one or where he goes. So now you go to that next tier, which is the Michael Penix. Jaden, yeah, I so I think, I think he's fifth. Like I'd rather have Michael Penix than him. Agreed. What do you What do you think, Elijah? With all the smoke, I, I agree. Like, I I would be so pissed off if the Vikings took McCarthy <laughs> at like eleven. Yeah. When there's much better defensive players like out there, I would like. I don't. And I don't. I'm not a McCarthy hater, and I don't even think he's. I think he could be a decent quarterback. It's just you don't know enough about him. Mm. He, Michigan did not let him really throw the ball. And is is that because he's not capable of doing it, or is it because Harbaugh like Harbaugh's offense? You know, and you just I haven't seen enough of him throw the ball when it count, when it's really needed to be like, oh yeah, like I would love to take that guy in the top like 10, 11, I just, I, w- I would be very annoyed if they picked him like that high. 
Well, and I think my biggest gripe about it all too, because I I do agree. Like I've I was a guy who was like, ugh, with JJ McCarthy. I was like, he's going to be the next, you know, Joey Harrington type guy. I don't think he's going to be good. Um, but then after Washington, watching Michigan games, I'm like, damn, this dude actually has some pretty good fundamentals, like good basics. He's got a nice little arm, but just like you said, Michigan won because of Blake Corum and their defense most of the time. Was yeah. it because McCarthy was winning the game? So, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I'm obviously I'm I'm on the Kirk Cousins train. I want to bring him back. I think he deserves to he deserves to finish his story, Luke. I it? want Joe Flacco. A little Cody Rhodes action for you, Joe Flacco. I mean, he's probably better than Josh Dobbs was. Dave, should we yeah. have signed Flacco instead of Dobbs? Like, would he have done that here? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's. I think it's kind of. It's. It's kind like. I think Flacco just kind of came out of nowhere. Like, I he was sitting on the couch. I mean, I don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's not with Dobbs. You're getting at least a guy who's playing and looked pretty decent at times in the air, on like one of the worst teams in the NFL. So I see that, like, it's hindsight for me with Joe Flacco. Like, I see why they brought in Dobbs over someone like Flacco just because, again, this guy hasn't played at all, sitting on the couch. Like, I just, I don't know. <laughs> That's wild. What, just Flacco, that. Flacco probably would have been good, though, in this offense, you know. I, but I didn't. But do you know that, though? Like, it just – it's one of those things. It's like maybe, and you try it, and he comes in and he and he stinks. You know what I? It's but I don't. Know. What, what, what were you gonna say, Luke? I don't remember. Um, Joe Flacco tight MVP. Are you are you okay tonight? I bet I'm I'm getting angry at Cade Cunningham real quick right now. <laughs> I thought you said you weren't watching these. Otherwise, you said, no, you can't put these NBA games on Discord because I won't pay attention. That's exactly the words that came out of his mouth. They were, and then everyone started hitting threes, but fucking Cade Poopy Cunningham. (laughs) Shoot the ball! (laughs) For those who don't know, we have a lot of prize picks plays tonight. But, um... (laughs) Hey, he's got one. He only needs to make one more. Yeah, there's only two minutes left in the game. Oh, shit, it started at six, didn't it? Yeah, but Jimmy Butler just needs another one, too. Yeah, I trust him more than fucking Cade Cunningham at this point. <laughs> and, and Devin Booker needs one, too. Anyway, <laughs> we're, we're having problems over here, and I apologize, y'all. <laughs> it's the, uh, the, the fun of the, the prize mix, but I don't know. It's I, I think... This is going to be the biggest what if and unknown. And I understand, obviously, there's so much more that we need. That's why I'm breaking on this whole team today. I I'm almost going to treat this as like you two are are my guests, and we're going to treat this like we do our our interviews that we will be running through the spring. And you know, I just want to go through and get your guys' feels, and I'm going to jump in, you know, here and there um, before we start bringing out interviews, but. I think I think the next next big what if that I know you've had problems with Luke that you've talked about is what are we going to do with this running back core? 
Trade every fucking person on our team right now. <laughs> okay. Because uh, none of them can run the football. Um, very insightful. Very, very insightful. Um, I don't think... So I, I don't know. I think they should let Alexander Madison leave or trade him or cut him or whatever the case may be. Like, hold on a second. What's his contract? Madison's contract. I don't I wonder if I can. It's not amazing. It's like. Nah, it's four years, three million bucks. So a little less than a million dollars a year. And he's oh, and this is the last year of it. So he's a free agent next year. So if we cut him this year, though, he's a four million dollar cap hit. So he'll be on the team no matter what. Yeah. Um. Damn. Is, is LA Knight on the mic right now? <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, I just, no, I'm just. Oh, kidding. I just covered it like Eli Drake. Um. So I don't think they cut him. He might have an alter ego. (laughs) It doesn't make sense to pay more in the dead cap than it would just to pay his salary for him to be on the team. I agree. Um, So that doesn't make sense. I I think Cam Akers is going to leave, even though, like, we didn't really get to see much of him. Uh, Tyson Chandler showed promise. The basketball Um, player? Yeah. I was like, damn, he's getting bored. What's his name? What's his name? Chandler what? Ty Chandler. Um, I I would like them to bring in a veteran in free agency, and I would like to see them draft a young guy like Blake Corum. Blake Corum is my boy. If Blake Corum gets picked by the Minnesota Vikings, fucking world's over. Okay. Oh, you already you already know you already know Blake Corum's going to Chargers like. Yeah, but you'll yeah, um, be their first, second round pick. But there's no, there's yeah. some lot of good notable running backs that are going to be free agents this year that I don't think you're going to have to spend a lot of money on. Like DeAndre Swift's a free agent. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, is, yeah, J.K. Dobbins is going. to – I mean, I know he's injury prone. Uh, A.J. Dillon's walking after this year. Ugh. Um, but I mean, you don't. <laughs> In our, we're a pass-first offense. You don't need a running back to run the ball 30 times a game. We just need someone when it's third and one can just fall forward. He wasn't even really good at that, though. Like, he, <laughs> was, he, was, he was terrible this year. I know because I had him in fantasy. But, uh, <laughs> but, I mean, they could bring in, like, a DeAndre Swift for, for probably almost nothing. Yeah. So, uh, NFL.com has... In the early top 10 NFL running back free agents and their destinations. Mm. On here, we have Gus Edwards and Baltimore. A.J. Dillon and the Bears. That won't happen either. Zeke to Green Bay, which would take Dillon's role. Yeah, I don't think he'll go there either. Austin Eckler to the Chiefs. No, they there. Yeah, but they have Pacheco. They're not gonna... Yeah, that's but Pacheco. I don't know if he's an every down. Like I think Pacheco is, awesome. is more of like a man. Man, that I that boy runs like guy. he's mad at a toddler. I I know, but I think he's more of a he's more of a platoon guy. Like he's good, but I think you got to have another back with him. I don't know if he's a full time like number one like back. He's good though. Well, you, you, we got to look at this too. Austin Eckler two years ago catches like, the ball. 
arguably the number one pick in fantasy or top three pick in fantasy. Like he's Austin Eckler is never going to play football again, bro. You don't think so? I mean, he'll sign with the team, but he's not going to be like a, a go, like a workhorse anymore. He's done. But he'll, he'll fit the Chiefs. He'll fit the Chiefs because he can catch the ball, though. Yeah, that is true. He could be like the third down back for the Chiefs, but they still have McKinnon under contract. I'm pretty sure. And McKinnon's fucking, old as the hills. And Clyde uh, Edwards-Alaire. No, they're both free agents. Oh, are they? Okay. They'll bring yep. one of them guys back. Yeah, McKinnon and Clyde, uh, CEH are both out. Shout out to me taking Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the first round that one year. Yeah, and then you got mad at Jen, remember, because she looked at your notebook? I don't remember that. <laughs> what? The book of Wafalis would cheat and look at my notes because she couldn't get her own info. She's out, she's out there like... She's out there like uh, Harbaugh cheating and shit. (laughs) (laughs) I do think Eckler will get a contract, but he's going to be like a third down receiving back. I don't. Uh, You're not going to see the days of old where he's on the field four downs. So then we got Devin Singletary, Houston. I think he'll resign in Houston. Josh Jacobs staying with the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see about that one. Um. They have DeAndre Swift staying with Philly. Mm, we'll see about that one, too. I don't necessarily think that's true. Because he's either. from Philly, I thought. Like, he's from he might, there. I mean, he might be, but... Um, Derrick Henry to Baltimore. I think he's going to Dallas. Um, Saquon to Dallas. Nah, he's going to stay at the Giants. They're good. They have to pay him. Like, they they fucked up by paying Daniel Jones, so now I think they're like, <laughs> they have to pay Saquon. <laughs> and lastly, Tony Pollard to the Vikings. Ew, I'd throw up all over. I, 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 like, him, I like him in the pass game here, but, I mean... I don't, I don't like him I don't at know. all. He, he just was... He was not good this year. But yeah, they maybe a change. Talk about maybe. and I mean that's one of those hard things too. Is Dallas took the chance, you know? They're like yeah. we're gonna, we're going to run with this guy, and just think if he would have been. I mean, you know, he 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 had over a thousand yards. So I mean, he was you know you can't really dog the that big plays just weren't there. The big plays just weren't there for him this year, like they were. No, like his. I mean his his yards per carry went went down from a five point two to a four. Which I know it's only a yard, a 1.2 yards, but that's a significant drop off to me. Yeah. Um, especially and when you're getting, you like, know, you're supposed to be that number one. Like we're getting rid of our our crown for the last, you know, six years that we had Zeke, so we're riding. Yeah, and four is like four is kind of starting to get on the borderline where like that's not really a great yards per carry, anyways. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's that's so that's interesting. So Tony Pollard is the big thing that I've seen that, you know, going off of that running back. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't hate it. I'd hate it. What do you, what do you want to see them do with this with this running back? T- uh, just core in general, Elijah. What do you what do you think could help them? Well, I would like to see them use Ty Chandler more. Yeah, and they could uh, obviously sign one of the free agents. They could. Look for someone in the draft, but um, it definitely is something that needs to be fixed. I just don't know how much the Vikings' offense really like prioritizes running backs. 
But I do like uh, Jonathan Brooks from Texas, but he'll probably be he'll probably be a second round pick, and I don't know if running back is like priority in the second round for us. Yeah, especially if we're you know if we needed if we're we're looking at that for you know taking Michael Penix if he's there or something like I don't I yeah. think if Penix or McCarthy are sitting there in the second round we're taking one of them. Yeah, I and out of like the second tier quarterbacks like Penix would be like my choice just because he fits the scheme so well. But yeah, I I think out of after those initial three. I think Penix and McCarthy I'd be fine with, but I really do not want Bo Nix. Oh, no, neither do I. And I don't know if I have that same stink on him that I did with Justin Herbert, and that's my problem. And maybe he proves me wrong like Herbert did, and if he did, so be it good on him. But it's one of those things I just just can't invest a a draft capital on him. I just don't think he's going to be that good. No, and like – he was so bad at Auburn, and then he goes and has some uh, good years, a couple of really good years in Oregon in a offense that is like nothing like ours. <laughs> it does, you know, like he's essentially. I hate to say this, and I don't want to like go too extreme on it, but he doesn't throw the ball down the field very much. A lot of his stuff is short throws. He throws a lot of, like, screen passes, short throws, not a lot of intermediate deep stuff, and that's kind of what this offense needs. And um, I guess people were saying at the Senior Bowl that he just – he wasn't terrible, but he didn't do anything to be like, oh, man, he's going to be good in in an NFL-style offense. And he was having problems, like, dropping back and stuff and I don't know like not my favorite prospect and like I said out of the second tier guys definitely not I would rather have McCarthy I would rather have I'd rather have Spencer Rattler than, than Bo Nix <laughs> I had and thought that's, that Randall that's not too that's not a that's not a knock on Rattler because I think Rattler would probably be a better he has a chance to be like a better pro quarterback than what he was in college because he's just got insane arm talent, but like, yeah, just no to Bo. (laughs) No to Bo. No to Bo. (laughs) Um, You know, I don't think there's really anything to address with the wide receivers, Addison Jefferson, you know, KJ Osborne, Brandon Powell. Let's trade Jefferson for picks. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Okay, doof. Remember when Duke he wanted to trade for trade? the top two pit? He said let's he he wanted to trade essentially Justin Jefferson and our first rounder and get both of Chicago's picks when they were one and two. They would never do that. <laughs> and he because he, his reasoning was to draft Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison. And I said that's stupid because you have that's Justin Jefferson. Were, yeah. So Justin Jefferson, do not like do not trade him. He's like one of the one of the very few wide receivers in the league that is like quarterback proof. Like, yeah, I don't 100%. like a guy like him. A, a guy like him, you don't trade him because he's gonna be good. He's gonna be good. He's gonna be great no matter what. 
Like he can survive not having the best quarterback because he's so good. And a guy like that, you just don't trade him away. And I mean, honestly, what would you even get for him? Because I mean, what what did the Chiefs get for Ty, uh, Tyreek Hill? Like, wasn't the best pick they got? Like a, yeah, but was it was it was it two first? Wasn't like one of the first like a wasn't one of the first like pick twenty? Yeah, I mean it was a late round first for sure. Yeah, like yeah, it wasn't anything like crazy. Like, I, I'm, I'm not sure trading, if we. I'm not trading. Finish. I'm not trading Justin Jefferson unless I get like three number ones or something. You know, like he's just he's one of so those guys. Miami traded a 2022 first, second, fourth, and a 2023 fourth and sixth. So they got a first, second, two fourths, and a sixth. Yeah, no, no thanks. <laughs> um, let's see. So the Chiefs, um, whether through the original picks or trading involving them, Chiefs have picked up Trent McDuffie, Sky Moore, Darian Kennard, Rasheed Rice, Keandre Colburn, um, were who they got for Tyreek. Yeah. Which, I mean, Rice made the, the quarterback. Really Trent good. Duffy's doing really good. Sky Moore, yeah. I thought, should be better. Yeah. Yeah, but I just not, definitely not franchise changers like Justin Jefferson. No, I think it's yeah, it's one of the most asinine things I've ever like. Why? To, to me, to me, if I look at it, you have. Let's see, two, three. I'd say. I'd say four with maybe a fifth person if he's healthy. And I yeah. and when I say that, I'm saying Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, which ironically, Devontae Adams, um, CeeDee Lamb, and a healthy Cooper Cup are five guys you don't trade no matter what. And as I say that, Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill are both traded. So what the fuck do I yeah. I just, but, yeah, I mean, when you say quarterback proof, those, I mean, there's, there's, on one hand, you can count them in the league right now for receivers. Yeah, and I mean, like, there's not many even, like, all time. I mean, I don't know. It's just, he's a guy you don't, he's a guy you don't trade. And no. I mean, anyway, and if you did trade him, you know how crazy, like, the backlash would be? Yeah, if you're going to trade him, you trade him in his 30s. <laughs> not, you know, not as this full-fledged three years away from his prime. You really want to get, get you know, with with the actual uh, aesthetics of it all where, you know, you're playing the, the stats. You know, he's three years, yeah. two, three years from his prime still. He's going to get better potentially. Think yeah. about that. Would you trade him, Luke? Know. Trade who? Justin Jefferson? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> that was that's a, you you did that as quick as Baltimore made their draft pick when we forgot to pick. <laughs> that's so quick. Uh, no, thank you. Um, uh, one other thing on the offense, you know, another thing, I, you know, I don't think we need to really worry about is, is our tight end. Um, Elijah, I want to ask you first, then Luke, give me your thoughts. What do you think about the last piece of this offense uh, with the offensive line going into next year? Oh, we need to get rid of Garrett Bradbury. 
He's super I good, agree. I heard. <laughs> he's, I feel like he's the he's the weakest link of the offensive line. Like Ed Ingram was a lot better this year. Dalton Reisner was was really good. He was and then you good. have and then you have your two bookend tackles and it seems like we're still getting all that pressure up the middle and like just Garrett Bradbury just gets owned. Like he like I I wish they could find a way to like find a center and cut him. What do you think, Luke? I think that they should address that in free agency, not in the draft, because I feel like drafting offensive alignment is a waste of draft days. Is there? Detroit, <laughs> Detroit, Detroit, like, drafted most of their offensive line, and they were, like, a game away from the Super That's fine. Bowl. That's fine. Penny, Penny Sewell got an MVP vote this year. Yeah, Penny, Penny Sewell, like, Rashawn Slater, like, is really good. We drafted Slater Christian Derrissaw. We we drafted Christian Derrissaw. I don't like them. They're not sexy picks, Elijah. But that's how champ. That's how shit gets done by fucking. I like sexy picks. Get, getting shit getting shit done in the trenches, man. That's like where teams are. Where teams are built. So I got I a guy for should... you. I got a guy what? for you. I got a okay. guy for you. What about Lloyd Cushenberry? He nope, played I don't like in him. Denver with Dalton Reisner. He's. So you'd you'd have the guard to center combo who are used to each other. Um, Pro Football Focus has got Lloyd Cushenberry as the 57th ranked free agent. So I mean, almost a top 50 free agent. They got him the third overall as well at the center position. They got Connor Williams from Miami at one free agent 37, and then Andre James from the Raiders at 44. Yeah, I mean, one of the, like one of those guys would be good. My, I want like, him to bring Jason Kelsey in, bro. He's done. <laughs> never say never, okay? There's a center out of Oregon who, like, I wish the Vikings could draft, but he'll probably be, like, he's probably at the senior bowl. He's probably played his way up to be in, like, a late first, early second round pick. I'm trying to remember his name, but... He's a monster. He's like 330 pounds. Is it that and... Jackson Powers Johnson dude? Yes. Yeah. He ran a five-second 40. He's a beast. He's like <laughs> the total – he's like the total opposite of Garrett Bradbury. They have him ranked as the number 12th O-line and number one center. Um, and his scouting report grade is an 86.1. And, I mean, the Chiefs, they drafted Creed Humphrey, and he's awesome. Like, I don't know. I just – I agree. I'm a big proprietor in having a good offensive line. I mean, you know, Luke, you look at when we do our Madden drafts, I'm always taking O-line. Yeah, and you still always lose, don't you? Well, that's because it's a video game, but my team's always a better overall than all your teams. <laughs> I'm just saying that. So that's all that matters. Your uh, your your point is flawed. My, my point is not flawed. It's a video game. You're the, the one who's on crack cocaine tonight. I feel like you've had four downers before you got on the air here. I've had probably three. Leave me alone. 
And if the Vikings man, do the Vikings do draft Penix, they're gonna have to like protect him because his biggest thing is he sucks against pressure. So. He sucks. He's gonna get he's gonna get swarmed. Uh, so I mean he's similar to Cousins to me in that he like super accurate down the field, throws the ball really well, but not great against pressure. So No, I, I like the idea. I just I don't know how I just don't know how much stock you can put into a center in the draft. Like I like the idea of doing it, but like you know, Nate Wiggins or Wiggins or something is there at, at pick eleven. Oh yeah, like, I'm not I'm not going center like anywhere like above like the second round. I'm just I'm just saying like I feel like center's a kind of a sneaky big need on this team. But yeah, I'm not I'm not drafting a center at like eleven or even in the top like thirty two. Probably it's more like a sec, like an early second mid-second round type of thing, but... Um, latest mock that I'm looking at right now from one of the places I like to go, uh, this is updated as of January 31st, has us at 11 taking Nate, Wig- Nate Wiggins and at 42 taking Michael Penix. That would be uh, a perfect first two picks. The fullback Nate Wiggins? <laughs> no, the <laughs> cornerback from Cliff. <laughs> I, Another, I, don't, I don't know what he's talking about. I would all. I mean, another another good scenario for the Vikings too would would be drafted like a defense like end with number eleven, and then maybe getting uh, Bri- uh, Byron Murphy out of Texas with their second round pick, so they get more help on the D line. Like I, I I could I could see that. I'd like that. Like I've I've seen where people people have actually taken uh, Murphy from Texas at eleven for us. Yeah. Because they really like him, I guess. Um, I yeah, I'm so I'm I'm just looking at this mock draft. God, how mad would Duke be that Kool Aid McKinstry's at fifty nine in this mock? <laughs> That's bullshit. Uh, it's Kool Aid his guy. Yeah, well, because he's Alabama, and I'm like, dude, he's not as Alabama, good as Alabama, Bama boy. <laughs> Bama's big man. Do you see how all the players that transferred out of there yeah, after Saban yeah. left? They all transferred to Ohio State. Great. <laughs> Just what the Gophers need. So they got Blake Corum going to Green Bay at 89. Luke. Blake Corum to Green Bay at 89. And then Jonathan Brooks at 90 to Tampa. That won't happen, bro. Okay, calm down. And the and the Lions getting another cornerback in Louisville's Storm Duck. Storm Duck? Yeah, he should be on the key and peel shit. Storm Duck. Storm Duck. Louisville. <laughs> University of Louisville. X Wing oh, at deliciousness. <laughs> um so I I think offense we've kinda hit everything we need to hit about hit with it. Yeah. Um I, I'm going to ask you guys, and you, you guys can give me your opinion. And Luke, if you're just going to say, I don't care, some goofy question, I'll let Elijah just pick. No, I'm but, ready. Go. Okay. Then I appreciate you. Um, do we want to go to our NFL awards? Or I do have a 
different game that's kind of like a three strikes, but it's not three strikes if that makes sense. So it's a trivia game, but I but I changed up how it goes. And it would basically want, so it's it'd be for you two. I want Elijah to choose. Um, let's do let's do the game just because you like to play games. Wanna play a game? <laughs> no, not okay. with you, weirdo. <laughs> All right, so I'm I'm taking this into a category that I don't feel like you guys know it. Like you guys know trivia names, but unless you're cheating, you're probably not going to know a ton of these. Okay. And I think for the sake of what this game is going to be, it's going to be kind of like name that tune. You guys both also okay. like name that tune. Yeah, I can no. that game. Is it like? You know, where you I've can heard say the, like, I've heard the game show, but so what I'm I don't do really know the rules. Is I'm going to give you a historical stat. And we'll start with Luke. And Luke, out of the there's 20 people in this category. You're going to tell me how many of those 20 you could name. Elijah can either say, well, I, you know, say as an example, Luke, you go, I can name eight. Elijah can then say, I can name nine or 10 or 12 or whatever he wants to do. Or he can say, all right, name eight. And then you have to name them. And if you get one wrong, you lose. Got it. So, okay. but you, you guys, so it's kind of a challenging and I'll come up with another one um, later on and then we'll, we'll flip the script on it. So um, who wants to be the first one to throw out their number as a guesser? Do we get to know the topic first, brother? Um, I'll give you the topic. Uh, every NHL player who has scored 600 or more goals, there's 20 of them. <laughs> <laughs> I can I'm name a... zero. <laughs> Elijah, I... how many of the twenty do you think you could name? Three or four? Probably you pick four, maybe. Oh, no, four. No, you have to give me four. Okay, Luke, can you name more than four, or do you want him to name four guys? Oh my god, it's more than six hundred goals. Yep, there's twenty of them. Uh, I don't. Oh my god. I I don't think I can even name four. So he can just have this one. Uh, there's one active player out of all of these only. Oh yeah. Yep. He's yep. He's the active. Um, so you want OB. him to just name four? Is that what you want? Yeah. Yep. He's gonna kill this. Okay, Ovechkin. I'm not gonna yep. kill it. I'm probably gonna no, lose, but, but Ovechkin's one of them. I'm, how many do you think you can you can truly get? I think you can probably get probably four. I think you get more than ten. Me? Yeah. I only think I can get four, but um right. what do you I'll got? try I'll try I'll try ten. <laughs> so I think it's easier than you guys think it's gonna be. I already named Ovechkin, Wayne okay, Gretzky's number number Wayne. two. Um, Yarmi Yager is number four. Uh, so you have Mario one, Lemieux. Four. Lemieux is number 11. So you have one, two, four, and 11. Um, okay, let's see here. Ovechkin's the only active one. Yes, there, number 21 is active, but he's only at 577. Okay. And that's um, Sidney Crosby. Yeah. 
How about Sergey Fedorov? Um, good thing you said four because you would have only gotten four. <laughs> wow, I can't believe that was that perfect. Holy Steve, yeah. Steve Eiserman. Steve Eiserman is number ten. Oh man. <laughs> you, Joe Sackick. Joe Sackick is number sixteen. Jesus. I, oh man, Luke, I have to say I'm really disappointed in you that you didn't get one of these. I, I mean, I would have got one. I thought the point of the game was he was supposed to name four. Oh, you said I can't Bure, even name one. Team Mussolini. Oh, Team Mussolini, number twelve. <laughs> I would have guessed like Wayne Gretzky, probably for sure, but like I wouldn't have known. Where what about what about Pavel Bure? Pavel Bure did not. He was too hurt. He was too injured. What about Mike Madonna? Mike Madonna. I just saw him. He has five sixty one. See, I would have lost. That would have been my second guess. <laughs> Man, I can't believe you went to got Timu Salani with how much I talk about. I talk about him. No, I know, no. like it just, it just, it kind of popped in my head. I'm like, oh man, I should have said that. Like I, I, I should. So I'll name the ones you didn't get. Like I said, some of these you're gonna go, oh, I really did know that, but you just didn't. Mark Messier. Them. Mark Messier is number nine. <laughs> Look at you. You got Messier, Eiserman, Lemieux, Gretzky, Ovechkin, Yager, Salani. And Sackick, you got eight, or you would have gotten eight on two strikes, I guess you could call it. Hmm. I guess you can na- start naming them off. Maurice Richard, <laughs> the Jet. Uh, M- Maurice Richard is. Oh, I thought he was in there. Oh, I was wrong. All right, so here's who you missed. Number three. Is Gordy Howe? Yeah, I wouldn't have. I know who he is, but I wouldn't have even guessed that. What about Brett Hall? Brett Hall's number five. <laughs> you would add him. Number six, Marcel Dion. No. Number seven, Phil Esposito. I know who he is, but I wouldn't have guessed. Number eight, Mike Gartner. I know who he is, wouldn't have guessed. Number 13, Lucky Luke Robitaille. I know who he is. Wouldn't have guessed. He played 14. for the Kings, didn't he? Yep. Kings, Penguins, Rangers, and Red Wings. Um, number 15, Brendan Shanahan. Oh, he was on the list? I wouldn't have guessed that either. Um, number 15, Dave Andrichuk. Nope. Number 17, Jerome Ginla, baby. Jerome Ginla's on there? 625 oh, goals. I didn't know he scored that many goals. Uh, number 18, Bobby Hull. Number 19, the man who got arrested in his backyard here in St. Paul because he went outside naked. Oh, Jason. Newspaper, Dino Cicerelli. Dino Cicerelli's on the list? Yeah, he's number 19 with 608 goals. Can you can you imagine? I, I would have never, like, I, I know who Bobby Hall is. I would have never guessed. But can you imagine being a father-son duo that scored 600 goals in the NHL. That's insane. God, that's insane. And Bobby Hall did it in uh, 1,063 games. Jesus. The only one who has less than him is Mario Lemieux, who got 690 and 915 games. Which, if that dude didn't break his back and get cancer, I think he would have had over 900 goals in past draft. Yeah. What if I would have done what if what if I were to guess Phil Kessel? 
I would have uh, ended the show. The show. <laughs> that would have been it. You guys would have just finished. I would have left. I'd have... <laughs> I'd have, I would have just fucked right off. Remember, remember when I used to just send you random pictures of Phil Kessel? Oh, he's so gross. <laughs> uh, and then number 20 was Yari Curry. I would, I know the name, but again, like, don't know enough about hockey to guess him. What about Steph Curry? Is he on this list? He should be. For three-pointer. <laughs> um, the other active player that's close, excuse me, close, number 35, with 536 goals is Steve Stamkos. Oh, yeah. But in the top would... 50, there's only three active, Ovechkin, Stamkos, and Crosby. That's crazy. Yeah. I think we're going to start seeing an upswing in, in scoring now, but, man, there was that period where the goaltending was so good when it was, you know, Brodeur, Wild, L4. John, John, John Jagir. John Sebastian Jagir and his oversized goalie equipment. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was a hat. Uh, what about Marc-Andre Fleury? The flower? I wish he was tight still. There's there's rumors that we may send him back to Vegas so he can retire there. Yeah. Whatever. Why does he even want to retire there and not with the Penguins? Because he like him in Pittsburgh, I think had a, didn't have a very amicable breakup. God, calm down. It's not high school anymore. No, I mean like they're not like on um, speaking terms. Yeah, yeah, like, let's just say that he left not in a good place, I don't think. They did him dirty. Yeah, they they basically kept this young kid and put him up in the uh, expansion draft, and they told him they weren't going to do it, I believe. They said, nope, we're going to keep you, and then he was like, oh, sorry, we gave it to this guy to keep, and not you. Who was the other guy, do you know? Um, I can't, uh, what's his name? I'm going to Google it. Rust? No, not, not Bobby Rust. Um... Let me see. Who no, did... I want to do it. Okay. I don't know what to Google, so you should probably do it. Uh, draft. Um, I know what his name is. Matt, Matt Murray, that's what it was. Oh, he's way better than Mark Andre. So I would have kept his ass, too. Oh, I, I, I don't know if I would have, but... It, I mean, Matt Murray was 22. He had, he had those two Stanley Cups. When he started over Flurry against San Jose and Nashville, so I mean I get it, I guess, yeah. Um, but this man over here, uh, hockey ultimate team, baby. <laughs> uh, so let's let's why don't we run down our awards real quick um, while we're kind of in that in between before we go to the defense. Um, so we we've done this the last couple of years. We have our uh, seven categories that we usually do. Um, I'll just shoot them off. Elijah, I'll have you go first. Luke, I'll have you go into second, and I'll jump in third. Um, let's start with head coach. What do you got, Elijah, for your head coach for the season? Uh, there's, just, there's so like there's so many, so many good stories. I mean, you have um, what's his, Texans? D'Amico Ryan at Texas, making the playoffs after picking. In the same year that you pick second in the draft, like that's nuts. Um, obviously, Shanahan was 49ers. Um, one thing that kind of intrigues me is, you know, Andy Reid 
only has like one coach of the year award one. That's crazy. Like that's nuts. And I mean, like he's another guy you could make a case for this year. Like supposed to be a down year for the chiefs and they're playing in the super bowl. And so, but I'm just, I'm going to go to Miko Ryan's just because of the impact that he's had on the Texans. And like I said, having the second pick in the draft and then making the playoffs in the same year is yeah, pretty big accomplishment. So, uh, Luke, what you got? I got D'Amico Ryan's. D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah. I, I, I was, I was very ready to pick him, but I, I did this last year and this guy in real life, for some reason, didn't get a ton of votes. And I, I thought it, I thought it was blasphemy because of what he did with one of the most horrendous organizations you can think of. And I think this year, because of the success, he deserves it again. And I'm taking Dan Campbell. Okay. I, I, I mean, that, have, that's, that's a good one. Taking, taking the lions to what he did last year. And then this year, if they would have kicked the field goal instead of going for it on fourth, we'd be talking about them in the Super Bowl and Brock Purdy being released by Cousins like you thought might have happened. But they yeah. went, they got too aggressive and it cost them the game. But when you take what I would consider, you you look at you look at the four major sports in baseball. You have the Oakland Athletics, hockey. You have the Arizona Cardinals. In basketball, you have the L.A. Clippers. And in football, you have the Detroit Lions. They're four of the worst organizations I've ever seen in sports. They never win. They're never going to win anymore. And he basically took the football version of the Clippers almost to the Super Bowl. <laughs> team that's never yeah. made it out of the second round. And I just – I look, uh, a lot of people like Stefanski because he got Cleveland there. But, he, you know, he won Coach of the Year in 2019 doing the same thing. So, to me, it wasn't that awestruck. If anything, I think Flacco deserves more props. Um, yeah. And my number two is D'Amico Ryan's too because of I was the guy who didn't want him for the Vikings. I wanted Kevin O'Connell because I just didn't know how good he could be as a head coach yet. I wanted to see it proven first, and he proved me wrong and did why they wanted him. So you know, kudos to him with, with that as well. Um, let's let's jump over to comeback player of the year, Elijah. This is going to be one that's probably going to be out of left field and not a lot of people are talking about it, but my comeback player of the year is Khalil Mack. Oh, I have never heard that. And I'm intrigued as to why. Well, you know, he, after he went to San Diego, he hasn't been the best and people have pretty much said he's done like being a premier pass rusher. And last year he only had eight sacks. This year he has 17. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's why that's that's why I'm making him my comeback player because to, like he doubled his sacks this year and when everyone said he was done, you know, he just he had a great year and that's what <laughs> being a comeback player is all about. So, as as somebody I mean, who you know is a proprietor of Khalil Mack, I am very glad that you said that. <laughs> It's not like it's not like seventeen seventeen sacks is a pretty astronomical like number. Like JJ Watt is in the running for defensive player of the year and he had nineteen. So I mean What do you what do you got, Luke? 
I got you, babe. Um, Bob, Bob. Uh, uh, mine's going to also be a surprise. I'm sure cause no one has them. But mine is going to be Baker Mayfield. How, he was my number three. I no, that's not a that's not a that's not a bad that's a real good one. Yeah, man's man was on four teams in the holy bower. Shut up. <laughs> man was on the la- four different teams in the last four years. Uh, this year he threw for over four thousand yards for the first time in his career. Threw his most passing touchdowns this year with twenty eight, and had his highest QBR rating of ninety five percent. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, he and he talk about shoes to fill. Although I did read an article that uh, he said he will not agree to come back to Tampa Bay until he knows who the offensive coordinator is going to be. Oh wow, good for him. Yeah, stand your ground if there's something you really like. That's he can I'm always he can that. always come to Minnesota. He can always be a bridge quarterback for Minnesota. <laughs> Cousins will Look, come back. He proved me to the point that I I think I would like that too. <laughs> I would be okay with that. I wouldn't hate it. Um, I I had Mayfield my my third spot. I had Joe Flacco, and I almost went Joe Flacco here because of that four and one out of the five starts coming in as you said off the couch in week thirteen, and this dude, you know, it just it's crazy that he did that. But I think. As cliche as this probably is, I just don't think there's anything that can top something like this. And I got to take DeMar Hamlin. I mean, this guy died. Yeah, he literally came back from the dead. And he started five games this year. Yeah. Like, I I just can't not take that. Yeah, I have no problems with that either. He's probably going to be the one who wins it. So, but I, I love the Cleo Mack and Baker Mayfield ones though, because those are those are good ones that aren't going to be that aren't necessarily typical, and that's I I I think that's great. Like I like that. We need more of that shit. Um, go Elijah. Let's hit up the two rookies. Let's go defensive rookie of the year because I think that's the one that might be a little more odd out. Um, this was kind of a it was between it was between two two guys for me and I just feel the guy that I'm going to pick not necessarily was better than my second choice, but he just had more of like an impact on the team. Probably Will Anderson juniors, my defensive rookie of the year. He had a hell of a good year. Did a hell of a good year. What do you, what are you looking at? Uh, Luke, you go first. Hold on. You want to go first? Okay. Um, I I liked Will Anderson. I I had as my runner up Devin Witherspoon. Uh, yeah, that's who that's who I was trying to decide between was Will Anderson and Devin Witherspoon. So it just it's like Seattle has this great secondary, and then they all leave, and then now they have Witherspoon and Tariq Woolen. It's like oh, they're already yeah. okay, great. Like it's just. It's like Green Bay and quarterbacks. They just there always are players there. They just know how to do it right. Yeah. Um, but I went with a guy who on draft day, I believe I said to both of you, this is bullshit that these guys managed to somehow get this guy because 
people were pissed off about something he did that wasn't that big of a deal, and these NFL people are so uptight. And I'm going with Jalen Carter on the Eagles. That's a good one. I mean, he had he had six sacks, 33 tackles. Um, he started a lot of those games. Um, you know, dude, dude, dude had a, a couple multiple sack games. He forced two fumbles. He just and and once again, it's like you just let him fall to fucking Philly. And it, oh my god, and he fits so perfect with every other Georgia player they've drafted. So it just kept that going. Yeah, how many uh, like how many Georgia players do they have? <laughs> they've Ringo, taken four in the last two years, I think. Ringo, Jordan Davis, um, the guy you just said, Jalen um, Carter. Jalen Carter. Um, and didn't th- there's another guy they just oh, got Nicole Dean. Nicole yeah, Dean. Dean. Uh, They're like whole like, team. Whole team is Georgia, but yeah, it's just and, and they just nail it, and it's just like, bro, like why are we letting them get all these players that just continue to just they and they turn around. They had, uh, they took Nolan Smith too. Yeah. Oh, that's Nolan right. Smith? Yeah, they took him in the no. first round last year. <laughs> they got him and Jalen Carter, Nicobe Dean, and Jordan Davis in the last two years. Yep, and then ah. Kylie Ringo, I think was was wasn't Kylie Ringo last year too. Keely Ringo the year was before. Year. Oh, Keely Ringo was okay. He was a, yeah. he was a fourth rounder, but that's a fifth one that I didn't even think of. Yeah, <laughs> Nolan Smith, Jalen Carter, Keely Ringo, Nicobe Dean, and Jordan Davis. Must be rough. <laughs> <laughs> and they and I mean, they don't draft high people. It's not like they're getting you know top five picks. Yeah. You know, they had the high one and they took the, the the wide receiver, but they're getting their defenders, you know, low. Like they're 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 just they draft really fucking good. But um Luke, you ready yet or do you want to move on? Oh no, I'm ready, Lou. Okay. Uh mine's gonna be a surprise. I went with Kobe Turner from the yeah. Los Angeles Rams. Rambly. I've heard people talking about him too, so yeah, not a huge shock. Him. He finished with 11 sacks on the year, uh, 30, 38 tackles. Ooh. So that's what And he was – when did – he was um, – He was a third-round pick. Yeah, he was later. That's right. That's what I thought. Hell of, hell, I'm, I'm glad there's a little bit of despair, discrepancy. I think well, this one isn't going to be – what were you going to say? I'm sorry, Elijah. Oh, no, sorry. Go ahead. Um, I think this is where – I mean, I think there's only maybe one person that could maybe even challenge for the top. Um, what do you got, Rookie of the Year, Elijah? Is it what I think it is? Mine is C.J. Stroud. Yeah. But Luke, you, it was a close. Puka Nakua is a close second. Like it, That was going to be my question. Was It's hard. It, like, I, but I, it's hard between those two, but I just I feel like the position that Stroud's playing, the like weapons that he had around him, his offensive, his offensive line, like was one of, before he got there. The offensive line was like one of the worst in the league, I believe. And being like how good he is, is at is like getting the ball out quick and going through his reads quick and stuff. Like he made that offensive line actually look better. And I mean, his best receiver arguably was another rookie. I mean, if you count 
Nico Collins, like kind of being as good as tank Dell, like, mm-hmm. and the running game wasn't great. So I just, he's over Nakua for me just because of the position that he plays and just how important he was to that team. And I mean, Nakua was really good, but I mean, he still had Matt Stafford throwing him the ball and, so. Damn it, I thought I muted. I'm sorry. I tried to mute before I sneezed. That's my fault, guys. Luke, who do you got for your offensive rookie of the year? I went with Sam Laporta, Doug. <laughs> Did you? No, CJ Stroud. Yeah. Was it the same thing? Puka deserved a little bit of a look, but it was just Stroud was just too much. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I I think I think the one positive was also the one negative that hurt Puka also is he got to step up early because of the Cooper Cup situation. Yeah. But when you pair the two up, he's not the main receiver anymore and it hurts him. Whereas Stroud is the guy on that team and they figured that out in four weeks. You know, Carolina's going, shit, we did that wrong. I man, yeah. I don't know. I st- I th- I think I think you can't throw throw Bryce Young to the out like as a wasted pick yet. He's in a probably like one of the most one of the worst like situations for a rookie quarterback in like recent memory. Yeah, so. I mean you're you're not wrong with I mean, he's an he made he made, <laughs> he made he made that feeling look tight. Um, but I mean here, here's my thing is like. I understand it's a bad situation. I really do. But like terrible, I, like bad's like not even like he's in a just yeah, but it it is. It it's 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 a very very bad terrible know? situation. I What's that, Luke? I I was talking to Nikki and I forgot to mute my mic. I apologize. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. I just didn't want to cut you off. Um my my main just like uh, thing thing with 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 the Bryce Young situation is while yes I I do agree that he was in one hell of a shitty situation there there's no doubt about that but, but you got to figure the year before that this was still a seven and ten team yeah where the Texans were three and thirteen yeah and. C.J. Stroud came in with, I mean, if you if you put him on paper, Adam Thielen is probably the best receiver before seeing any of them on that out of the two teams. I think. Yeah. Because of you know just the veteran status, you have no idea what the running game is going to do in in Houston. Their defense is atrocious. Will Anderson was their only saving grace going into it, and C.J. Stroud just willed them to. He it reminded me a lot of. Um, uh, of that that luck in RG three year where those two guys came in and just said I don't care how bad our teams are we're going to go to the playoffs and my problem that I have with Bryce Young is I I know it's a shitty situation but I mean the dude didn't even get to twenty nine hundred yards he didn't even complete sixty percent of his passes he was under seventy four passer rating he only threw 10, eleven touchdowns to ten picks. 
he didn't break 300 yards more than once. And that was that new year or Christmas Eve game against green Bay. I think it was. And yeah. majority of the games, he didn't even break 200. The last game against yeah. Tampa, he threw 94 yards. And I understand he's small. He's young. There's a lot of pressure and it's much different coming from that Alabama system going into one of the worst two, three teams in the league. But I just, I never, I never watched or saw anything that he did where I went, that's why they took him. That's going to turn into develop to this and to this and to this in the next two, three years. I just watched him and I'm like, this guy doesn't even throw it very well. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong once again, but I'm just, he had a really bad season. Yeah, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with you. You know, when when you got people talking about they'd rather have Gardner Minshew next year. Gardner Minshew. <laughs> like, I I I don't even know if I could go that far because of how young he is. But wow, is he just? You know, I mean, he threw 112 yards in the second to last game against the Jaguars with a he had, he had 59 percent completion, 112 yards, one pick, and a 53 pass rating against the Jaguars on the 31st when they were thinking they were going to win a division in a way and weren't even like going crazy. Yeah. And I 55% completion rating against the Bears. I got the first game against Tampa, he completed only 48% of his passes with a 53 passer rating. Who had a higher rating against uh passer rating against the Bears Dobbs or Bryce Young? Um I can I can tell you right now. That was supposed yeah. to be a, that was supposed to be oh. that was supposed to be a, a joke. <laughs> I was gonna say because Dobbs, uh, Dobbs was terrible too. That's why I say like it was supposed to be. So you ready for this? <laughs> this is. I don't think this went the way that that anybody expected. This thing this got entertaining. November twenty seventh versus the Bears at home. Josh Dobbs completed sixty eight point eight percent of his passes for one hundred eighty five yards, one touchdown, four interceptions, and a fifty four point three passer rating. Bryce Young versus the Bears had a 55% pass or completion percentage, 185 yards. <laughs> like he completed less passes and he didn't even have a pick. Didn't even have a pick. That's funny. Then, uh, he against Detroit might have been one of his best games. Uh, October 8th in week four, 61% completion, 247 yards, three tuddies, two picks, and an 82.1% rating. Um, he only broke 100 twice. I don't know. And, and, you know, maybe you're right too late. You know, we were just, I'm just hard on him because he had a really bad year and it's a really bad team. But, you know what I mean? It's just sometimes you're just like, man, that. I understand they're that bad, but like, where's the where's the bright spot? Yeah. And they were in that terrible situation that most people hate being in, where they have to make the decision, and Houston just takes what's left. Yeah. And yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes that's yeah. just the best thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, so let's go over to defensive player of the year. Ooh. 
This is a this is a stacked one. Mm-hmm. I had like four people that I was considering. What do you got, Eliza? Uh, my defensive player of the year is uh, Caleb Evans. Ooh. Why? Uh, Caleb Evans, because he's the best cornerback in the NFL. Take that. Just kidding. Right, cool. uh, I'm going. I'm going. Miles. Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Got a hell of a year. Best player on the best defense. Like yeah. We had 14 sacks, four forced fumbles, 30. He, he had 30 quarterback hits, which is so big because once you start rattling those guys, they don't know what to do half the time. Yeah. What, do you, what did you go with, Luke? I went with a surprise. Ooh. Man, let's play on yours. Let's, let's play on yours. That's oh, my guess. Right Hell yeah. That's, I, I don't hate that. Why would you go back Matt? Why'd you go back Crosby? He finished in the top 15 in tackles, assisted tackles, sacks, and forced fumbles on the air. Also, yeah, on a, the thing, with, on a thing about Max Crosby, team. too, is that he's he's kind of like Daniel Hunter was this year. Like He's just as good at rushing the passer as he was like playing like the run. Mm-hmm. Like, he was uh, one of the – he was like – I think like – Against the run, I think he was pro- like one of the one of the higher ranked defensive ends, like against the run with like tackles and whatever. But yeah, he uh, Max Crosby's super good. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, I had him on my short list. I I had it between Crosby, T.J. Watt, Micah Parsons, um, who I had last year. I think was my pick, but I ended up going Miles Garrett already too. Um, I you know what's crazy? Which is why I had those stats written down. <laughs> you know what's crazy? That Micah Parsons is kind of getting lost in the shuffle of uh, being the defensive player of the year. Kind of all of a sudden it seems like people are talking about it early, but after the after the Cowboys kind of collapsed, like no one's talking about him at all anymore He's about on- being – He's on one of those teams where, like, you know, Deron Bland is another guy that I, I heard a lot of buzz about, but he's on Dallas and the same thing. You think that's a curse, Luke, being on Dallas, where that, that could hurt your candidacy to win something if your team starts to falter? Yeah, because Dallas can't close. Dallas, like, on can't answer. Close. Like, Dallas the Vikings like, can't close. This is our year. We're the best team in the league. Eight and eight, or disappoint in the playoffs. <laughs> or disappoint in the pl- or disappoint in the playoffs. It's either eight and eight or disappoint in the playoffs. Um, shout out, shout out uh, on the what is it called now? X, not Twitter. X. We them uh, boys. To, to uh, a friend of the show who I will leave remain nameless because I don't want uh, Luke talking some shit when uh, interview season comes around. But uh, and I quote, and I quote, "How come it sounds like Luke is having sex the whole time?" Because uh, <laughs> maybe I am. Who, who was that? I, I will tell you off air. <laughs> no, I want to know I, right now. Do I know this what, person? Uh, you have definitely talked to him. As what much team did they play for? Or more than Luke, I'll say. So think of it that who, way, Luke. It's somebody that you've talked to a lot. It's either the Denver guy. 
<laughs> or oh, the Dolphins guy. <laughs> you you very well are are right with one of those assumptions. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fucking killing it. I, I don't I think I've ever. We drafted with them the last him. two years. I don't you, you the Denver guy or the Miami guy. It's what Paul, whatever Pickens, right? <laughs> yeah, Paul Pickens Jr. Yeah. Elijah, yeah, we've been, he Paul was one of Pickens. our first ever guests we had. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. He was on Nick? like <laughs> Nick Fortarelli. Uh <laughs> Paul Pickett, I think, was one of the first ones we had before we had uh, Paul Allen on, if you remember him. Paul Allen? Yeah. Was that his name? No, not that one. Uh, the one that the one that you guys left me <laughs> in the studio oh, by myself. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't remember that guy. Like, I don't remember that guy's name, but I know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Paul Allen. I honest to God think it's Paul Allen. Who was it? Pickens who messaged you? <laughs> I, I'm not talking about it on air, Luke. I'm talking about it. it. <laughs> um, let's go offensive player of the year. I'm not giving mine until you tell me. That's fine. I have Elijah's beautiful face that he can help. Elijah me. ain't gonna give you his until <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> He's so mad. I love. Him. Why are you putting me on the spot? You well, ain't saying you shit, first. Elijah. You went first the whole time. That's why I'm doing it, but. Uh, what do you got? Offensive player of the year. This was one. This one was tough for me. Like probably tougher. Probably the toughest one. But I'm going uh, McCaffrey. Yeah. Just because. Just because his. Just because his rushing, and his receiving, like he just does. What are you he doing? He just does it all. Sorry, Elijah. I just can't stop listening to what he's noise. But he just he does everything. Are you doing ASMR over there? (laughs) No, I was itching my face. ASL. (laughs) What about ASL? I I remember there was a kid in there uh, when I was in grade school, and like when it was lunchtime, he'd like bust down the door and like run down the hallway. Like a like a silverback, he was. It was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen a human being do. But I was also terrified if I got in his way. What was he doing? He he was running like a like a fucking silverback from the movie Congo. Those big ones that were throwing people in the lava and shit. Yeah. Yeah, he like and he would beat on his chest all the time. He Why was, would he, he do was that? wild. I I because I don't know he wasn't all there I guess. But if you if you got his way to go to the lunch, you know, I'm in fourth grade. I'm like this, he's gonna run me over. Oh, this is the most terrifying okay. thing of my life, just terrifying. And I don't know why that memory came back into my head, but it just did. <laughs> yeah. Reason. I had Tyree like it was between him and Tyree Kill for me, and it was like pulling hairs to decide because. Tyreek Hill is like unstoppable too, mm. but I guess just McCaffrey's contributions as being like a number one like bell cow running back and being the receiver that he is kind of swayed that for me. Monsieur Luki Duke, 
What are you going with? I'm going to go with... Uh, la, 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 la. Uh, I'm going to go with the same thing, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. I, I had it between McCaffrey and Hill as well, and I went Tyreek Hill. But it's just... I think it's partially from watching hard knocks and like just seeing what, like really seeing what he was doing in practice and getting an up close look on the field and just what he does. And I was like, God, he's as good of a locker room guy as he is receiver. So, um, and he's just unstoppable. I mean, it's, I just, I've never seen somebody so that can just, just break away like that. It's just remarkable. I mean, yeah. the guy's such a, he's a fucking anomaly. Like it's just, but then, like, you, you guys both He's said a what? An anomaly. Gotcha. I remember in NXT, they wanted, that was the, the nickname they tried to give to Walter. The anomaly? Yeah, and it didn't work. They, he's like, I'm not using that. And they're like, oh, sorry. That's, a, that's the archetype that I chose for MLB The Show a couple years ago. <laughs> was the, the anomaly? anomaly archetype. The anomaly archetype. <laughs> Power and speed. Luke Elijah um, does. Uh, he doesn't do Diamond Dynasty like us. He does Road to the Sh- or not. What do you, we, we do Road to the Show, right? That's what it, the yeah. one is. No, you guys do oh, Diamond. Do, we do Diamond Dynasty. He does Road to the Show. He'll he'll put it on the easiest difficulty. And one morning I woke up and I came in the living room. I'm like, oh, what are you been doing? He's like, oh, I just started a my player on your on your uh, PlayStation. He's like, yeah, I'm already like 30 games in, and I have 438 home runs or something. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, because I put the I take I put the sliders I put it on easy <laughs> mode, and I put the sliders for hitting like all the way up. That's funny. <laughs> I, I'm watching him. He hit like nine home runs in the first game I watched. I was like, oh my god, he's just thrashing like you know, like the Birmingham Hedgehogs or something. It's just like. That's fair. <laughs> um, Ed, we got our MVP. Uh, what do you go with MVP? MVP. MVP. Montavial. Montavious. <laughs> Montel Montavious Porter. <laughs> yep. From the 305. From the 305. <laughs> this one, again, is a. It's it's another one that is kind of. I went with Lamar. I got I, I just I love Lamar Jackson, and I, I feel like people people hate on the dude, and he was like on the he was a quarterback for the best team in the NFL at one point that was like killing all the other good teams, so. I, I got I got Lamar for my MVP. What do you what do you got, Luke? I'm going with back back to Kelly Kelly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to give it to Lamar. He let me down in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, you had you had the Ravens as your Super Bowl team. That's right. It is a regular season award, though. Oh, yep, he got you. He, he still let me down. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to go with Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy for the MVP. Interesting. I've never heard that, but I'll take it. 
I like different. That's right, you do. Uh, I went Lamar Jackson also. Of course you did. I thirteen and four, number one seed. Dude threw for almost thirty seven passing thirty seven hundred passing yards. Ran for over eight hundred and twenty nine total. I mean yes, I Wait. I do what's that? How many yards did he throw for? Uh thirty uh just short of thirty seven hundred. Got you. Eight hundred rushing, twenty nine touchdowns. Um yeah, and, and and that's exactly why. If this was more than just a regular season award, that that would have probably I probably would have not picked them then because of that the playoffs. But you know what? Just like you said, Elijah, this is a, this is a regular season award. You had the league best record, so best team, you take the best player, in my opinion. All right, so I'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second. Let's do it. All right, so Lamar Jackson threw for 3,700 yards, mm-hmm. 24 touchdowns. Yeah. He had a QBR of 65 on the year. Okay. And he rushed for 821 and five touchdowns. Okay. Okay. So now this other player I'm going to give you stats on, he threw for 4,300 yards, 29 touchdowns, a QBR of 69.6. He rushed for 524 rushing touchdowns, but he ran... 545 rushing touchdowns? Rushing yards, sorry. (laughs) And then 15 rushing touchdowns. Who would you rather have? Lamar. I know you're talking about Jalen Hurts. That's not Jalen Hurts. It's not? who? 15 rushing touchdowns from a quarterback? I, I don't care about who it is. What stat would you rather have? That's the question. Okay. Give, give me the give me the give me the two. Give them to me one more time. Okay, so Lamar had seven hundred passing yards. This How, other okay. guy had forty three hundred. Yeah. Okay, so forty three. Yeah, give me give me the new guy's stats one more time. Okay, new guy passed for forty three hundred. Okay. He passed for twenty nine touchdowns. His QBR was 69.6. He rushed for 525, and he had 15 rushing touchdowns. Um, stat line-wise, I'm going with the other guy, but I'm pretty sure, just like Elijah thought with Hurts, I'm pretty sure I know who this is. And because I know who it is, I think he has a, a much better team, but stat-wise, yes, you are correct. He would have. I think he has better stats on paper, but he didn't win enough games to lock the number one seed. Gotcha. Um, who's, who's player B? Josh, Josh Allen, Allen, I think. Yep. Oh, okay. Great, great, fantastic quarterback. Nothing against Josh Allen, but when you look at having Stefan Diggs. As an example, where all I mean, Baltimore had a rookie and a bunch of injuries, and they went thirteen and four. Yeah. And no, and no running, no running backs, no running game. Like they all got hurt. Never failed. But you take you, Lamar off that team. Ugh. I think okay. Let, let me let me play devil's advocate right back to you because I think he just made a great point, Luke. Tell me your thoughts on this. 
if, yeah. if <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way. I apologize. I sounded like. Are uh, you Demptress? Are you Demptress now? I, <laughs> I sounded like AJ Styles. If. If. Um, so if you took those guys off their teams, you would have either Tyler Huntley or you would have um, Kyle Allen as your quarterback. EJ Manuel. What did we just talk about him? Oh, he was the. We thought there wasn't a, a quarterback in the first round that one year, and it was EJ Manuel. That's right. Yeah. Um, is who who still wins if you take Lamar and Josh Allen off the team? I do. You, I, do you think that I think the Bills the are going to be better? No. You, think, you think the Ravens are better? Yeah. Than the Bills without their quarterback. I think it's because Tyler Huntley is more like Lamar Jackson than Kyle Allen is more like Josh Allen. See, say, say I guess in general with with give me um give me a who's when you have to think NFL backup as their career who's the first person that comes to your mind, Luke? As a backup, a backup quarterback, NFL <sighs> like a an all time journeyman. Case Keenum, fantastic. But uh, the Bills and the Ravens both have Case Keenum. Who wins more games? Oh God! To me, I think it's Buffalo. Oh yeah. yeah. So that right there is there's my devil's advocate going off what Elijah said. If you took the quarterbacks off the teams, Baltimore's better than or the Bills are better than the Ravens. Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, but once again, I like I'm not. I don't want to knock Josh Allen. I think he's a really good quarterback. If we're going to if regular season, I think you got to go with Dak. Actually, now that I'm looking yeah, at this, Dak threw Dak threw like 4,800 yards or something, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. something. And 36 Dak, touchdowns with only nine picks. Yeah, he led the league in touchdowns and I think QBR, didn't he? Yeah. QBR, no, yes, no, yes. He's no, tied he Brock tied Purdy. with with Brock Purdy. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I think the thing that hurts Dak Prescott is exactly what hurts Micah Parsons and them. It's just when they lose, everybody goes, "That's Dak's fault." Yeah. Did you see all the crap that's going on in Dallas too? Like Micah Parsons. Um. Or C.D. Lamb's uh, mom is like te- like tweeting out like Dak ain't it. <laughs> C.D. Lamb's mom? Yeah. He just had the, the career of the season of his life this year. With yeah, Jack his mom. His mom like texted out Dak ain't it. Oh, and God. I think like I think Micah Parsons like one of Micah Parsons like family members was like talking about Dak. And then Dak's brother was like tweeted out like something about Dak not Dak should leave Dallas or something like there's some, Look, there's I'll, some stuff going on. I'll say this, and I know it's not some people that myself and Luke know of one in particular doesn't agree with this, um, and nah. he will remain he will remain nameless because um, once again we don't throw shade on the air unless you did something wrong to us. But I would argue that since Troy Aikman. Dak Prescott has been the best quarterback this team has had, and that's over Tony Romo. And I think if you if you take away, you know Troy Aikman and 
you know, the, I don't know why, who, why is he slipping? Who's like the proverbial best they've ever had? I don't know why he's leaving. He's, he's escaping my mind. Roger Staubach. 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 I think you could argue Dak is like the third or fourth best quarterback this team has ever had. And I yeah, think I he gets no credit whatsoever. He gets, he's, he's like, he's like Kirk Cousins for the Vikings. Yeah. He gets, he, gets, he puts like up good Rodney numbers. Dangerfield. He gets no respect. <laughs> Luke, what do you, do you, where do you, where do you, you agree at all Dak? I mean, like, is he, is he vastly underrated by even Dallas fans? So what are you basing it off of, I guess? So he Are you basing it off wins. of stats or playoff? If you're going playoff wins, yes. He's probably top three because Tony Romo never won one. So he's he's won divisions. He's won playoff games. He's had incredible stats. It's just I think he hasn't had the best coaching, and I think that's part of the problem. Uh, you know, look back two years ago. He makes that crazy run against San Fran to try to get the first down and to get the field goal to win the game. And they run out of time. And then everyone shits all over Dak Prescott for that. Why is the coach not talking to him in his headset of what's like, these are the next four things you're going to do. He's out there improvising, trying to win you the game. And you're just going to sit there with your fucking hands in your pockets, thinking about food because you're Mike McCarthy. That guy makes me feel good about myself. Fat bitch. Jack Prescott's <laughs> a free agent after next year. Yeah, I think you know Jack gets no love. In once he leaves Dallas, they're gonna be missing him. Mm-hmm. There was like, oh man, you should have got rid of Dak. Dak, you know that shit's gonna go. Except for that one guy. Yeah, except for that one guy. <laughs> Line them all up and shoot them. <sighs> Um, Damn. <laughs> that was what he said. That one day in Rafa's like, I do not know what was wrong with that man. <laughs> um, but uh, shit, that threw me for a loop. If if Dak was gonna, if Dak leaves, I would love to see him go to Atlanta. Hot Atlanta, put, bro. Put Dak with Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson. That'd be fun. Their defense yeah. is terrific, but that would be fun as shit to watch. That's 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 like St. Louis Rams. No, I don't think the it happens fa- either. The Falcons are going to sign their long-term quarterback this offseason. Who are they going to sign? It's going to be uh, Kirk Cousins, brother. <laughs> I'm seeing brother. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, brother. <laughs> Speaking of uh, brother, brother. Um, Luke, we only have four days left of that tag team tag down, and I need some more Hollywood Hogan coins, just so you're aware. That sounds good, brother. <laughs> and I wish somebody would would get uh, would would leave Team One so I could join Team Battleground. I joined Team Two, Why but I, I think they're all like Russian, <laughs> so I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I think that's the problem is we can't communicate with a team. <laughs> I guess that is what it is. Um, so, kind of circling back here to wrap up with the defense before we call it here. Uh-huh. Um, we still got 24 minutes left. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Wrap before we wrap up here with the defense. What I was saying. Just do a mock draft right now. Wrap, wrap, wrap it up. 
B. Mock draft right now. No. Mock draft. No. Um, going back to Antoine Winfield Jr., I think is a good start because I really like all the the optimism and talk about him. I didn't know that was a thing, and now you got me on board. Um, average market value for his position and his, you know, he's the number one free safety, I think, in football. When you look at, at this age in previous seasons, Derwin James got $76 million for four years, 19 a year. Minka Fitzpatrick, 73 over four and 18 a year. Marcus Williams got 70 over five for 14 million. Jesse Bates, 64 over four for 16. Um, he has an, an average market value of five years because he's a little bit younger, like Marcus Williams was, uh, for 92 million at 18 million a year. I think it's worth it. Yeah. (laughs) And I think it's worth it for the thing that I totally forgot to say earlier. When I told Luke today, I was was probably going to piss him off. My runner up for defensive player of the year that I forgot to say is Kyle Hamilton. Oh man. Like, God, don't even talk about Kyle Hamilton. Like I think Kwesi has done all right as it's pretty decent as a GM. Like he's had some, He's had some good things, some not so great things, but I, by far, like the biggest thing for me, the worst thing that he's done is not draft, like not drafted Kyle Hamilton, and like traded uh, traded down. Kyle Hamilton had sixty sixty three solo tackles for eighty one total. He had three sacks. He forced a fumble. Had four picks. One was a pick six. Um. He he stuffed he stuffed it seven times, had thirteen pass deflections, and he also returned a kick for a touchdown. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> that, like I don't even care about I don't even care about the like the trades that Quasey made because I mean Christian Watson hasn't really done anything. He's been okay, but he's been like injured, so he hasn't really hurt us. And Jamison Williams is could eventually do something, but he's been like hasn't done much in a couple of years. So, but I uh, Kyle like passing up Kyle Hamilton and you get Lewis Seen like that's that's egregious. <laughs> and I wasn't the biggest fan. Of, I wasn't the biggest Lewis Seen fan coming out. Like I would if they were gonna pick a safety at that point. I'd rather them pick like Daxton Hill or um, I think was Trayvon Mooring available or Jalen Petrie, like mm-hmm. at that point, maybe like someone like that, but that's hindsight, but like not drafting Kyle Hamilton is looking like, and having Lewisine is looking like a disaster right now. I I wish I could find that list. And I can't look. Remember that list that I put together where it had everything that we drafted and everything that we traded. Yep, I don't want to talk about it. I'm getting angry. And already. it was like the value draft wise that we had received from teams was like 340 draft points, and we gave up the equivalent of about 1,700 draft points. Which, if you're a general manager and you look at that. To me, that says you got completely pillaged for your draft pick. Like th- this, to me, is 
in the movie Draft Day when Kevin Costner calls the rookie GM of the Jaguars and just fleeces the shit out of him. Because regardless to me of how bad Watson and Jamison Williams could be or might become, you still could have had those draft spots and done something different with them. So regardless yeah. of, yes, we, we gave them up and got, bit, or, and got rid of that, but what did we even really get then? Like, what did we recoup for getting rid of all that? Yeah, Kyle Hamilton. <laughs> no, and like last so year, when everyone was. Ca- I say that, and like when everyone was kind of going off about that, like with the whole like draft value thing, isn't that isn't that the formula that you're going off of? I heard that that formula was kind of outdated now. I, I this and, was a twenty twenty two ba- or twenty twenty two draft. But, uh, but they've had they've had they've had those charts like the chart like i was i've heard multiple times like on the radio and seen articles where a lot of people don't think it's as as bad as it seems is because those some of those draft charts are like outdated and a lot of gms have like different formulas that they use for all for that type of stuff so and i i, I, I can definitely that. see that but when my, I guess, okay, well, let me say, I'll say it this way then, because you're right, you know, things definitely change, and you can find that, like, people are doing different analytics, so I get that, but if you were to say that this team on paper, going off of what was the consensus up until recently, got five, we gave up five times the value of what we got back, and we, I, I can't even really name anybody that we got other than Lewis Seen that like you just mentioned, I mean, I'm sure if I thought about it, I could name a ton of them, and there's probably good ones. But it's just like I wish I could find that damn list. It's it's just yeah. mind boggling. Look at it. Like you're like the what Kyle the Hamilton, hell? Kyle Hamilton thing is the worst, like the worst by far. Like for me, I guess. Yeah, especially that was... if you look at, especially if you look at, you know, Harrison Smith is pretty probably done here so now we have to try and find a safety hopefully like that becomes antoine winfield jr but you know that that was bad if we got the if we got the money for it i mean why not you know yeah he'd be an instant starter like he's the best free safety i think in football you could argue yeah you know there's Rick, Rick Spielman so should just draft him in the first place. Mm-hmm. Well, Spielman, Spielman wasn't here. This was Kawhi. Kawhi's first draft. No, Antoine Winfield Jr. was... Oh, never mind. I, think, I thought we were talking about Kyle Hamilton, so I'm sorry. No, I'm saying Rick Spielman should have just drafted Antoine Winfield Jr. in the first place. Who did we take over him? Jeff Gladney. Yeah. Was it? Yep. Oof. That didn't work. Oof, Marone. It's, it's R.I.P. R.I.P. Jeff Gladney. R.I.P. Baby. Let me see. Yeah, man, I wish I could find. I'm trying to find. I'm trying he to find. He was a second it. round pick too. Who was? Winfield Jr. Yeah, I'm oh, trying to think of who we had in the who we drafted in the second round that like. I'll I mean, tell you right now. We should have picked Winfield in the 
We probably should have picked him in the first round, but... Oh, no, this was the Justin Jefferson draft. We took Justin Jefferson. Okay. Then I was thinking that we had a chance to draft him in the second and round. And we took Gladney. We had two picks. That was, we had okay. took Gladney, too. I was thinking we had a chance to draft him possibly, like, in the second round, too. I don't remember, though. No, we didn't He went late until. first, I thought. No, early second. Was it early? I thought he went, for some reason, I thought he went late second. No, pick 45. Oh, wow, he was probably done. Uh, we picked Ezra Cleveland in the second round at pick 58. And when, oh, okay, so. We picked after, did, though. Yeah. I take it. Should have took him over Gladney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it lets you get who would have known, you know? Yeah. I just, I think the the thing that bothers me so much about the Kyle Hamilton one is it wasn't even the fact of, oh, it's the unknown. We don't want to, you know, we don't know for sure. So we're taking a little bit of a risk because we got to pick one of them. No, yeah, there's no like, risk. This was the guy. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's no reason that. I feel like he was like, trying to out he like tried to get too cute and smart and was like thinking that I'm gonna trade down and, and draft scene and scene's <laughs> gonna be just as good or better and it's like no just take Man. just take the just take the guy. He's like a generational safety This yeah, draft class sucked. <laughs> Are you just looking through all of it? Yeah. Well, I did find one thing random going through um, this old old NFL pick sheet that was up after week nine was when we started doing our, our fake money bets. Oh, yeah. And I, I had I took Carlos to come. I bet a thousand Carlos to come to win. Uh, and I got that right. It was four to one. I won four K. I bet five thousand on TJ Dillashaw and won that, and then I bet twenty k on the U.S. women's soccer team to uh, win their like playing game or like the first game. And then Luke, you took Dustin Johnson to win something, John Eisner and Anthony Fowler as your three that week. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Two golfers and a tennis player, I think. That's hilarious. I'm over here taking, taking boxes. So. Man, this draft class is dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> the 2020 draft was not good. <laughs> At all. Justin Jefferson saved it from being a total failure. I, I don't know if he saved it, bro. Like, there's some good picks in here, but it's nothing to write home about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... That was like, yeah that that was not a good that was not a good class. No, this is like the this is the Joe Burrow class. Motherfucker can't even play football. He's hurt all the time. <laughs> Chase Young's already on a different team. Yeah. Jeff Okuda, who the fuck is that guy? Man, from Ohio State, the corner. And he sucked yeah. dick, obviously. Yeah, he wasn't. He like he kind of didn't pan out. He's in Atlanta now. Andrew Thomas, the tackle. He's, I'm sure Daniel Jones loves him. Luke, I found our mock draft that we did after the playoffs started. The first 18 teams that got eliminated 
Like when, when for were, this year? No, this no two years ago. What or no, year? This year. Yeah, this year. So we had the Bears taking Will Anderson. We had the Texans taking C.J. Stroud. Fuck, got that one right. We had the Cardinals at three taking Jalen Carter. Uh, no, we didn't. That's not right. Colts at four taking Bryce Young. No. Seahawks at five taking Miles Murphy. The Lions I think you're at six. Lying. I'm looking at this right here. Lions taking Keely Ringo, who went the fourth round. Pierce Johnson at seven. Will Levis to the Falcons. Anthony Richardson to the Panthers. Brian Branch to the Eagles at ten. Didn't he go there? No, this is. He went to Brian Branch with the Lions. The Lions, Lions yeah, yeah, round two or something. We had Quentin Johnson to the Texans, Jackson Smith and Jigba or to the Titans, Jackson Smith and Jigba to the Je- uh, Texans. Man, the this Jets is the Kyle eight. Hamilton draft. I don't want to talk about this right now. We don't. Have, we don't even have Kyle Hamilton. Oh, it's because we kept him off because we wanted the Vikings to take him. Yeah, we purposely <laughs> didn't put him somewhere. <laughs> we have Skaronski at thirteen to the Jets. We had Jordan Addison to the Patriots at fourteen. Michael Mayer at fifteen to Green Bay. Noah Sewell. Uh, to the Commanders at 16, Joey Porter Jr. to the Steelers, which you got right, and then the Lions at 18 taking Kayshawn Boot from LSU. Boote. Boote. <laughs> oh, but the 20 the, the 2020 draft class was really bad, but there were some like there were some hidden gems in it. DJ oh, Wanham yeah. was in, DJ Wanham was in that draft class. Um, Troy Dye wasn't like great like besides special teams like he's still on the team he's been good on special teams KJ Osborne was in that draft um Blake Brandle is still on the team he's a good backup Josh Metellus was in that draft so it was like really bad but there there were some good players in it too but I found the list I found that list okay one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We gave up ten picks and got back eight. So that's tight. We we gave we gave or we we got a first, two seconds, a third, fourth, two fifths, and a seventh. Okay. okay. To to get those, we had to give up. A first, which is a higher rank first, three seconds to get two back, one third, two fourths to get one back, a fifth, a sixth, and a seventh. Mm-hmm. So we we gave up twelve thirty four forty six fifty three seventy seven one twenty two one twenty six one fifty six one ninety two and two fifty, and we drafted oh. at thirty two forty two fifty nine sixty six. 118, 165, 169, and 227. Stat chart or not, that's not a good value. Yeah. I think it's a great value. I mean, we gave up 12 and 34 and got up 30. We got 32 and 42, I think, for like 12 and 34. Like, what sense does that make? Remember when we tried? Don't make dollars. (laughs) Remember when we traded to get that dude from Jacksonville? What's his name? Yannick Ngakwe. Ngakwe, yep. And we gave up a second-round pick for him, and then we traded him three weeks later for a (laughs) third-round (laughs) pick. Or 
when we spent what what uh what what round was Daniel Carlson drafted in? The first, bro. No. Stop. Um Daniel Carlson? Yeah. Daniel Carlson draft. We He's 167th in the fifth he round. Was fifth rounder, yep. A fifth rounder on a kicker and you cut him the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just can't believe some of those picks we get. Like that was just the most mind-numbing. Yeah. Hey, right here, here's the headline straight off of NFL.com, April 28, 2018. The Minnesota Vikings traded two draft picks to the Raiders to get Daniel Carlson. And then he went to go play for the Raiders. Ah! <laughs> Man. What do you, That's what even do you funnier know? that we what? cut him the same year that he went to go play for the Raiders anyway. <laughs> so let's let's get back to the Vikings defense. Yeah, let's knock this out. Go t- take it take it over. I'm gonna I gotta go to the bathroom. Take it over, Elijah. You guys got this for a minute while I'm gone. I don't know what I don't know what to do. Me neither. Let's just talk about uh Ryan and how his bathroom visit's going. Is he going number one or number two? I bet you he's taking just a huge number two, bro. Oh, man. Well, he ain't going to be back in six minutes. <laughs> Should we just leave then? <laughs> so what do you what do you think what do you think the biggest needs on the defense are? We need we need to address I think it's going to depend on what they do with Daniil Hunter to be honest cuz if he stays I think our defensive line is adequate enough where we don't have to use a high draft pick for it. We could get some like pieces in free agency to make it work. But if he walks, then I think they got to use high draft capital or like a high-end free agent on that defensive line. Otherwise, secondary for sure. Yeah, I even if they keep Daniel, I think I would like them to to take like an interior defensive lineman somewhere in the like first couple rounds. Yeah. Just because besides uh besides uh what's his uh Harrison uh Harrison Phillips. Phillips. He's a free like, agent though, I think, isn't he? I I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, he he's good, but we need like I believe we need more of like a three tech, like a big, and I I don't know. You have like Newton, who could be worth like eleven, or you could wait maybe until the second round to get Byron Murphy Jr. But I just I feel like the biggest priority on the defense probably is is signing Daniel Hunter because we we don't have a, a, a lot on defense besides him, and then Harrison Smith is probably going to either retire or they're probably going to cut him because he's due a bunch of money this year. Released released today, the Minnesota Vikings and Brian Flores are insanely in love with athletic draft prospect Byron Murphy. Not the cornerback. Nope, the (laughs) The defensive tackle from Texas. You You know, cornerback... It's too much to risk on a safety after blowing it or and having to go back there and like, I mean, we went with a safety three years in a row. Do we do it again? 
not at pick 11. There's not anything good enough. I mean, your top two are Tyler Newbin from Minnesota and then Kitchens from Miami. But, like, I don't think... think... And those are late first or second round picks, yeah. yeah. I, and, I mean, I, I just see in general, too, because we took Cameron Bynum in the fourth and Jay Ward in the and fourth. And he's been and good. Yeah, he, he's Cam- a starter outside of uh, Harrison, right? On Harrison, side, isn't he? yeah. Yeah, he's... Uh... He'll be uh, he'll be he'll be back again next year, and he'll he'll be good. He's been a he's been a good surprise. But I, you guys, I mean, you you have Josh Metellus too, but he plays more of like a like linebacker, like, he's like rover. A nickelback. Like, he's that extra dude. I like Josh yeah. Metellus though. And he plays he also plays like at linebacker too. He's kind of like a linebacker safety like hybrid, and he can you can play him in like three safety. When mm-hmm. they go three safeties, but like, yeah, man, just I think you just need the sign. Like, you need the if you're gonna go the safety route, you need to get Antoine Winfield. Okay. So we only have two defensive tackles under contract this year as of right now. Harrison Phillips. Oh no, sir, yeah, he'll be a free agent in 2025. And, and then, then Kyrus Tonga. No, some Jacqueline Roy guy that we drafted. Yeah, from LSU. Ooh. Yeah. Who could be good, but he was like he might he was injured a lot last year, mm-hmm. I believe. But there's like no depth on their on our defensive line, so that's why no. I'm saying like if they if they sign Daniel, they should probably draft a like interior guy to somewhere <laughs> in the first couple rounds. So my question is, is, would you rather him use a draft pick or go get like Chris Jones is going to be a free agent? I would like. I think the couple guys that they could draft, I think, would be better. Like, I would use eleven on on Newton from Illinois, Johnny Newton, or like Raquan Davis is only twenty six. I think Newton's gonna. Newton could be better than both those guys. Oh, me too. I just, I'm just trying to think like if you could get a like a free agent that's gonna fill that spot and use that pick for something else, maybe, but. Do you, do you think it would be worth maybe unloading one of our young corners since we have a few of them? Corners all suck, bro. Except for Makai Blackman, like Black, does, do you think? Do you think Andrew Booth needs more reps, or is he? Just, I, I don't know. It's been two years. More, we shit the bed. If he gets more, if he gets more reps, is he gonna be healthy or is he gonna get injured? You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's true. Yeah. You can't count on him to to stay healthy. Like on paper, our second like if you if you were just going off of like a scouting oh, report, you're like, oh shit, me. they have in the last three years drafted three cornerbacks and three safeties. That's pretty good. But then when you yeah. look back, you look at them. Andrew Booth injury prone. We're not even going to talk about Lewis Seen. But Kai Blackman's yeah. doing pretty good. Jay Ward's so so. I think Cameron Bynum's been pretty good, and then a Caleb Evans, as you said, you know he can play a little bit. So it's, no, it's but not he, like amazing, was, but it's not pedestrian. I don't think. Like I think there's a worse no, defensive cores. But I think I think uh, Caleb Evans has kind of like put himself in the doghouse because he got benched like a couple times, like the end of the year here, and was not was not good. So, and he's like one of your he's like your other like one of your starters. I wonder how a Caleb Evans would do at safety. I don't know. He's, he's I can, six three. 
yeah, he's a he's he's a big big guy who can like can hit and stuff and tackle, but I don't know, man, like sometimes it's not just like super easy to be like, Oh, put this guy at safety because they have to do so much it, more too. Yeah, like he has to be able to like kind of be the quarterback of the secondary at safety. Like you have more you have more responsibility versus just pretty much lining up and covering a guy. Well, we're set at linebacker for a while. Yeah, linebacker's pretty good, but Hicks is probably going to Hicks is probably gone. I don't want Hicks anyway. Well, we can we can put awesome win, I think. Oh, I Hicks was a star. Hicks was good, this, really good this year before he got injured. He was way better this year than he was last year. But I Ivan Pace, Ivan Pace is good. I wonder what happened yeah. with Asma. Why he decided? Why he's like all of a sudden? I mean, besides Pace emerging, why Asma was not getting much run? He only really played special teams this year. Well, according to this depth chart thing I'm looking at, is it's going to be him and Ivan Pace as the two lineback starters. Could have been one of those things, too, where he just wasn't getting the system that Flores put into place, too, so they don't want to rush him through it. Yeah. You know, don't force him to go out there, screw up, and then ruin his confidence. Can yeah. you guys tell me who the most expensive Viking is? Most expensive most Viking? Expensive. Yeah. Not counting Kirk Cousins? He's not on contract. This is active contract. Oh, he doesn't have an I... active contract. Oh, boy. <laughs> Our most expensive player. Probably Harrison Smith. <laughs> Marcus Davenport? No. Harrison Smith? No. God. I could, Byron Murphy Jr.? No. Brian O'Neill. Wow. Oh. I guess that makes sense. He makes he has a five year ninety two million dollar contract. <laughs> They'll probably ask him to restructure I bet you they ask him to restructure oh, again sure. this year. You guys want to hear something really disgusting that I didn't know this, but seeing this makes me want to throw up. Uh oh. Sure. So in our top five contracts so the players that make the the top five players that make the most money with our team, two of them play the same position. Can you guess what position that is? <laughs> two, they safety. play the same position. They sit. They play the same position. Yeah. Two of the Strong top safety. five. No. I was thinking it was Seen and uh, Smith. Because Seen probably got that first run pay. Linebacker. No. God, who could it be? Is it is it O'Neal and Quisenberry? No. At right tackle? Mm-mm. No idea. No idea. <laughs> Tight end. Josh Oliver and Hawk? Yeah. And Johnny Munt? It, Johnny Munt's not on there. It's Josh Oliver. Oh, okay. Our third string tight end makes $8 million a year. Holy shit. Josh Oliver is like a a weird case, though. I mean, like that's crazy. He he was like the best like blocking tight end in the NFL again, but 
I mean, it's like they didn't use him at all, like really receiving, which is weird because he's like could be he can be decent at receiving, but I don't know. That was a a weird signing, I guess. <laughs> That's but that, that wild. Is, that is funny though. Wow. That's that's like Luke. Every week you got to come out with like Luke's random stat of the day, something like that. Okay. There you that's, go. That's, that's the random, that's, that's your random stat of the day. That blows my mind and we're wondering god, we can't spend money on Hunter and Cousins oh, cuz you're paying third string tight ends. That's pretty much what you just told me, you know what I mean? Like when people are Yeah. I wonder how much Johnny Munt makes now that you said that. He can't make that much. I think we drafted him, right? No, he's been, he was on the Rams. Oh, he's a free agent. He doesn't even have an active contract. How much did he make last year, though? He signed in 2022. Johnny Munt last year made $1.2 million. That's That's a little bit better. $7 million. <laughs> Or eight million. <laughs> we we pay our we pay our third string tight end almost seven million more dollars a year than our second string tight end. Everyone, right? <laughs> That's how you run a fucking franchise. <laughs> our tight end, our our third string tight end makes as much as the Tennessee Volunteers quarterback makes. Yeah, yeah. You know what? If my kid ever joins football and he's like, I want to play tight end, I'm gonna be like, you're gonna be the third tight end. <laughs> you're not gonna get hurt. You're not gonna yeah. play. You're gonna but get you're gonna, paid, and you're, you're gonna, gonna bring me all the game. Seven million dollars more a year. Okay. <laughs> I need a new house. <laughs> Remember all those times you fucked with me when I was on the telephone? <laughs> yeah. Now, Remember every my time my phone. Remember that time every time my phone rang, you started screaming. <laughs> now it's payback. I'm controlling your bank account. <laughs> Damn, did you guys know that we were still paying for Anthony Barr's contract? <laughs> what this is like last Bobby year? Bonilla? That is crazy. We paid Anthony Barr this last year $2 million. <laughs> so have you seen like our reserve list of some of the players that we have sitting on our on our I'm just just chilling? Yeah, like on our future reserve list. Yeah, like I mean, we, Miles Gaskins on there, and Nikhil Harry's on there. Yeah, uh, you know we AJ still got Green. Dwayne Mc, AJ Green, the the cornerback, was on there. Dwayne I McBride, baby. We should give. Yeah, why don't we give D, uh, Dwayne McBride a shot? Because he was he was bad, like in the preseason. So I'm looking at snap counts right now, and Josh Oliver had. 466 snaps compared to Johnny Munt's 223. Well, it it seemed like Johnny Munt was out there a lot more for referee. Maybe cause I think it's Oliver because Oliver doesn't catch the ball. Yeah, because I think it's because Munt was like in the offense. Funny. All right, well, we're paying a guy $8 million to go block for the runner, which I guess isn't that bad. But it, what is when we don't have good runners? Yeah. And he's, and and he's it, the best. And he's the best at his position, so I mean, I don't. It's it's I don't like I don't blame Josh Oliver for getting the contract that he get that he got because Elijah, name me a good other tight end that's good at blocking. 
Um, Joel that's Kittle. Not, that's not a superstar, obviously. That motherfucker makes like $20 million. Okay, <laughs> calm down. Holy Christ. He's <laughs> like, George Kittle, bitch. Take that $7 million or $8 million and I gotcha. Like, who's another... I'm just I'm thinking of good I'm thinking of good blockers. You asked me a good blocker. George Kittle's a really good receiver, True. but he's also a good blocker. He also makes a bajillion dollars a year. I, you what, didn't put what, that you didn't say that though. You just said name me another man, good blocking tight end. I'm about to Google it myself. All right, here I'll I'll give you I'll give you one. Cole Komet. Look, How about that? I don't know if he's gonna, a good blocker though. Yeah, and he's on a rookie contract. That doesn't count. Well, pro, you got pro football to, focus you got has him as the number four ranked blocking quarterback with a win, uh, win above replacement of a point four two tied with Mark Andrews. Okay. Uh, what about, what about Jake Jake Ferguson, Dallas Cowboys? Okay. okay, hold on. I'm going to I'm going to Cole Komet right now because now Cole Komet. Oh no, I'm not gonna. He got a bunch of money this offseason. Never mind. He makes more okay. money than almost fucking. <laughs> he makes as much money as T.J. Hawkinson does. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, okay. So Jake Ferguson, what, it says one of the breakout players at the position, second-year tight end out of Wisconsin, has doubled his yardage and forced eight missed tackles on 40 receptions from blocking. Okay, uh, Okay. so here's a reference. Ready? Jake Ferguson, what, where does he rank on blocking tight ends? Seventh. So the seventh-best blocking tight end in the league only makes $1 million a year. <laughs> I wonder if... Seven. So... All I'm, all I'm saying is that I don't blame, like I don't think it's Josh Oliver's fault that he got a huge contract and he's still actually a pretty good player. But I, I don't think it's the player's fault. I think it's the front office's fault. Oh, for and sure. Also, too, he take your money, kid. And also, too, I was just I was looking up too because I did not think that Johnny Munt played more than more than Josh Oliver, and I was right. So I I I thought I I'll tell you how how dumb I am. I went Johnny Munt because I don't I couldn't have even told you who Jordan or was his name Jordan Oliver? Josh yeah. Oliver. Josh Oliver. Josh Oliver. I do I don't even know who he is. I've never heard of the guy. He's on my fantasy team on uh, Madden, bro. Is he? Uh, Jordan Oliver is the guy from Young Dumb and Broken Wrestling. So that's, that's you want to hear something crazy? So the Dal- we're gonna stick with the Dallas Cowboys here. Jake Ferguson makes $1 million a year. Can you guys guess how much their rookie tight end that they drafted in the second round makes? Like four? Uh, no. Like two, but still. <laughs> well, that's because it's a set contract, though, too. Yeah, like rookies have set contracts. They're all scaled and shit. That's funny. Yeah. They're the same age, it's, too. That's because so, they don't want... They don't want get. They don't want people getting Matt Stafford contracts when he was a rookie anymore. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> well, so I guess that's 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 um. Oh shit! Where was I just going with this? No, oh, yeah. Do, do you think that they had more? They had more intentions for him than just being a blocker. But then we managed to stumble upon that that T.J. Hawkinson deal, and they kind of just. You can't yeah. pass that up, and that's why. I probably because then then it would make more sense as to why they did it. Yeah, this guy's going to be our number one. We're going to run with him. He can do all this stuff, but you know, that's that's man, that's that's a boggle mind boggle one, but it's a good one. Yeah, I'm going to pay so much attention to this guy next year now just because of our conversation. 
At least we're not paying Lewis Cena, but money. that makes me feel better about myself. Yeah, that guy fucking blows. I talk about yeah. disaster. Well, maybe, oh. maybe, maybe he'll be able to. Maybe he'll be able to get on the field next year. Yeah. <laughs> better luck next year, kid. Dang, <laughs> Bradbury makes a lot of money. In the words of CM Punk, get him next year. But. See, like us talking about the Vikings defense, like I feel like it's more of a priority for them to focus on defense it, over offense. It is, and it is too, because like when you look at it, once again, if you just look at it on paper, it's like, oh, look at it's a lot of young guys. They made they made signings. They've done things, but then when you put it all together, you're like, holy crap! It just wasn't all it was cracked up to be. No, and Brian Flores did a really good job of like coaching those guys up. But if we had some better defensive players, we probably would have won despite our yeah. terrible quarterback play because some of these games, like we just we just didn't have it on defense at the end of the games. And that that so. still boggles my mind, just how bad our backup quarterbacks were. But I, like, yeah, they're bad. But our offense is so, like we have so many good skill players that it took. Uh, fucking T. Higgins making a ridiculous catch and stretch yeah. and for us to lose that game, even though Nick Mullins threw like three, what do you have, three picks that game? Mm-hmm. Well, and you, and, you look and at it took first, that play. Mm-hmm. You, you look at, you know, early in the season too, and Cousins lost three games people gave him shit for because his receivers kind of let him down. Yeah. You know, so, you know, in that same light, going off of what you're saying with how good our offense was, you know, we had games that we gave away at the beginning, too. Like, we were a much better team than our record says. We are yeah. not the 11th best or the 11th worst team in the NFL. No. I do not believe that. Well, this year we were. I still don't believe when you put the rosters all together, I don't believe that. Like if if everybody was healthy, I I I don't see us being that bad. No. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota Twins just signed Carlos Santana to a one year deal to be the DH. Can he play guitar? <laughs> Maybe when he's hanging out with like John Mayer. Frank Gore Jr. won the MVP of the East West Shrine Bowl game. Hey, nice Frank Gore <laughs> Jr. Was the runner-up the Jasper Prodencrux of the third? <laughs> no, it was Tua's brother, actually. Oh, that's tight. What is it? Talia. Talia. Clark Frail Cluggins. Clark Frail Cluggins. Clark Frail Cluggins. Ah. It's it's gonna be an interesting season. We got a lot coming up. Um, obviously, as the Super Bowl wraps, so we we got another week before the Super Bowl, so we don't even, we can we can wait on that. I I'll, <laughs> I'll say this now. I'll say this now. Like, I don't know if I can bet against Mahomes. It just he's a freak, it, man. Well, it, it's I just yeah, the Chiefs. 
the Chiefs get the benefit of some calls, and they do. They get a lot of calls. I will. I they will get a lot of that. calls, but but don't just the way they the situation to get calls either. I think. Yeah, and just the dagger at the end of the Baltimore game when you just when you throw when you like it just gets they just blitz and he's just like up. Oh, there you are, MSV, and he just throws it up to him, and MSV, like, miraculously catches this one and doesn't drop it. <laughs> well, and like, just like, you look at that last playoff game, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's like Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are, like, cheat codes. Like, there was that one play where Mahomes got hit, and he flips a duck out there to avoid the sack. And, and Travis Kelsey, Kelsey came back comes, for it. He like comes diving in like it's a fucking crouching tiger hidden dragon movie and makes his catch. Well, yeah. he's like he's rotating and he manages to rotate his body into the the ball. You know, it's like it's like you're watching John Wick and he does like a forward roll and as he's rolling, he looks behind him as he's flipping and shoots the guy behind him because it's the easiest yeah. way for him to get him. He does a fucking spin around a defender to turn into the body and still catch this. Like when when the playoffs come, those two dudes are just ridiculous. The team yeah. is just you guys, on another level. Do you guys want to know the five players the Vikings did private workouts for at the Senior Bowl? Oh, that's intriguing. I'll guess. I'll guess Michael Penix. Yep. Um, Byron Murphy Jr. I don't know if he went to the to the senior bowl because he didn't, he like didn't practice at all or anything, but I don't know. He, if was, he, he, was he wasn't one. He wasn't one of the players. Mentioned. Okay. So I don't think he was there. So yeah, he's not one of them. Um, the, the D tackle from Missouri. I forgot yes. his name. Okay. Um, Who's that? Which guy are you talking about? He's a D tackle from Missouri. That's like getting a lot of steam. Like after the senior bowl, I forgot what his name is though. I'll get it. Okay. I'll get it. Misery. I just figured you had the five players as a list. I I have them up, but like I have to load the next. It's one of those things where you got to press next. Oh, oh yeah, number four. They did this with so and so, and you're like, okay, cool. Darius Robinson. I'm gonna guess Bo Nix. Bo I hope Nix not. was one of them. Yep. Yep. And then you have two more. Maybe uh. One's an offensive uh, and one's a defensive player. Quinion Mitchell. Yep. Yeah. Okay, from Toledo. Yeah. Yep. And then a and then an offensive player. Yep. Um. I'm gonna guess. Let's see here. Uh, While you're thinking, I'm gonna say this again. I think there's a good chance that Quinion Mitchell is ends up being the best cornerback in this draft. Yeah. Like he's my Tyreek Woolen in this draft, but I think he's way more touted than Tyreek Woolen was. Uh, oh God! Dang, it's you just went Rick a, Flair it's on probably us. Running, it's probably a running back. It is. Um, let's see here. Elijah, can you do that, Rick Flair again? I didn't even realize I did Rick Flair. You, you were like, God, God. <laughs> Like, you know what he's hitting? He's telling shit. <laughs> and he's just freaking out. Oh, God. 
He's I can't everywhere. think of the I can't think of the running back. It was it was Brooks. Frank Frank Gore Jr. Yeah. Nice. I I will say in um all of my mocks that I have done on our sleeper dynasty, uh Frank Gore Jr. has fallen to me in the fourth round every time. Nice. But I also have have had pretty much the exact same draft every single time. <laughs> I wish I had. I still wish I had my second. I didn't. I didn't know I was going to be drafting second. I still wish I had my second round pick. Who? What team did you take over again? I took over my own team. Yeah, Elijah had his own team the whole season. Then how did he? So how did you not suddenly have a second? He probably traded it for something. I, I, I trade. I traded to you, I think, Luke. No, that, you might have, and then I traded it to someone else because I don't have a yeah. second round pick. That's what I meant. Like I just, it sounded like you didn't, you didn't remember what happened to it. That's what I was like, oh, and then I thought maybe you were one that bought in a team. I forgot about that. Then you were the one of the ones that stayed, is what it was. I had it backwards. Yeah. Yeah, I got. I still. I. I don't have a third rounder, but that's because on draft day I gave it to. No, maybe I. Did I? I Isaiah. I yeah I think yeah I gave it to Isaiah on draft day so I could switch spots with him and get Bijan. Even though he uh, he he fucked me like I always usually fuck him over, he actually yeah. uh, got draft capital and still got the player he wanted at my pick because he wanted yeah. Lawrence the whole time. He was going to take Lawrence at four. So when I jumped up and grabbed him, and he was sitting there at seven. He was like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> I was like, "Damn it, you got me!" <laughs> you some of my guns. You some of my I'm I'm trying to do something that's not working. Oh well, not important. It's my own. So, are, so are we all in agreement that Vikings defense probably needs more work than anything? Yes. Okay. I don't see. I I don't. Aside from quarterback, which is I think our. Okay, I'll say this: if you get rid of quarterback, we need to crush the defense. But I think the quarterback position is our biggest need. Yeah, I really that, do. I I think because if we don't have a quarterback, we're, we you can't. This team isn't built to have Jeff George run your team or Brad Johnson like that Tampa Bay team. You know what I mean? This yeah, team can, isn't yeah. built for that. You need somebody to move that ball. And That's the best guy like we've had it. in years may not be back. Yeah. I just It just sucks because I would be more like I'm not against Kirk Cousins coming back. I'm against him coming back at $45 million a year. But um, I'm not against him coming back. But I just feel like the defense is in like way worse shape. And I think I would rather – try and build up the defense while we can versus paying Kirk Cousins a bunch of money to have him for like a couple of years. And like when he's gone, like, what do we really, what do we have after he, after he, after he leaves, we still have decent skill players on offense, but our defense is probably like, yeah. I don't know. It, it's if, if Kirk Cousins was younger, man, I'd be like, Go go all in on Kirk Cousins, but I just look at it as it's it's 
Daniil Hunter, obviously, we got to give money to, but this team, it, this sh- we showed exactly what happened when we lost Cousins. He is so much yeah. more valuable than that salary cap. Oh, at the end of the day, great. We have salary cap. We can buy players. But if you don't have anyone leading the offense and throwing the ball for the kids, who gives a shit? I just, I, yeah. I don't want to see Nick Mullins. I don't want to see Jared Hall. I, I, don't, I don't want to see any of those two guys in the field. I don't want to see Josh Dobbs again. What about Jameis Winston? I, I kind of like Jameis. Look, I've, I've oh, said this why? before. If, I don't care that he threw 30 picks when he threw 50 touchdowns or whatever. If you mean to tell me that this guy's got enough confidence that he throws a pick and goes, doesn't matter, I'm going to go back and do the same shit again, hell yeah. I want a guy who wants to kill the other team and just ram it down their throat. But, like, and the thing with that, the year that he threw 30 and 30, like, I watched a, I watched a video on YouTube. A guy, like, played all of his interceptions, mm-hmm. and, like, half of those interceptions weren't even his fault. So, I mean, like, just bad, like, bad luck. But I, I've always kind of liked Winston, too, just because he's he's got the confidence of, like, players like him, like his mm-hmm. teammates like him. Like I, I definitely if we go the bridge quarterback route, it's got to be a a decent player like Jameis Winston. I mean, I wouldn't even I don't think I would mind like Gardner or like if the Saints get rid of Derek Carr. Uh, Derek Carr. It's just I don't I don't want to go back to like Nick Mullins. <laughs> and, I- Jared Hall, Jared Hall should be like a backup or a third string. So, I um, yeah, you need to get somebody who's like a like a killer or something like that. I think that's I think that's right. Like what you got to do, and I think that's why yeah. I like Winston too. Is he's like Cousins to be, where he's he's excited, he's energetic. The team follows him. The team wants you. His his teammates want to be around him. Yeah, I want to you know, be around you. Hell yeah, brother! Who doesn't? Brother, <laughs> oh brother, oh brother! If I sneezed there, <laughs> so I just, I you got to do something in March or April to address the quarterback, and then I'm fine with whatever you want to do. Yeah, if we don't come out of the first couple rounds of the draft or free agency with either bringing back Cousins or drafting a quarterback, if we get into if we get into uh, if we get into day three, and we still haven't had a quarterback, then I then, I then then I got an issue. Yeah, then I'm gonna have a problem. And you don't want to see Ryan with a problem. Mm-mm. You don't want no problem with Harlem. <laughs> um, did you see? Uh, this is like totally off topic, but I just thought I did you see? Uh, Usyk and um, Fury is like off February? for now. It's oh, off. I just read something today that they put the, the price on it and everything. It's postponed because Fury got cut really bad. So now I, I think uh, there's someone's filling in for the fight for that fight against Usyk. God, how stupid! Let's see. God. I, I, Tyson Fury out of title fight with Alexander Usyk after suffering freak cut in training. 
there's a picture of the cut and it's a it's a nasty cut. Like <laughs> yeah. will Fury Usyk even happen or ever happen? I don't know, man. Like who knows? I forgot who who's gonna be filling in, but I think they're having they're still ha- he's Usyk is still gonna fight on that day. But it's obviously someone else. Um, Philippe Hergovic wants the shot okay. from Croatia. Yeah. He's the IBF mandatory. Ah. Yeah, what a bummer, huh? Um, I wanted to watch Fury get slapped around, too. Yeah, I don't There's, like that um, Dasa. Um, Eddie... Eddie, what is it here? There's, okay, we should have went down the, the boxing route because now like, I wanted to talk about how Eddie Hearn doesn't want to do the Thurman Tim Zoo pay-per-view. It says there's going to be lackluster sales, and he's all like, no one's going to care about this. What the fuck well, are you putting him up to the talk then? Yeah, like, that's funny. You know, <laughs> Rolly Romero and Isaac Cruz is like Cruz the, are the undercard, the right? No, I thought, that was, I thought Rolly Romero and Cruz were the main event. No, that's the undercard on the 30th. Okay. But it I might become, went... like, just like, yeah, somebody was, somebody was saying, um, just, just, uh, if, if he needs a good fight and if PBC is willing to do it and willing to let him, let him fight him because it'd be a good challenge, he probably could beat him, but I think he, you know, it might be, might be a tough fight for a little bit. Let Terrence Crawford fight Tim Zhu. Get oh, Keith Thurman the Tim, fuck out of there. Tim, Tim Zhu and Crawford have been, like, kind of talking about fighting, and a lot of people were thinking that if Crawford doesn't fight Spence, like, Zhu could be one of the guys that he fights next. I, like, so I think it, he beats him, but I think it'd works. be a fun fight. Yeah, I think it'd be a fun fight. and Tim Zhu's a big, strong, like, banger. You know, like, he... He could give Crawford some problems just because of being big and strong. Well, I think the thing that intrigues me about him is the fact that even if he's getting beat up, he's going to go, he's just going to keep trying to fight him. He's not going to, I don't think he's going to cower. He's not going to do what Spencer did and go, what's happening to my life right now? God, that guy is disgusting on Fury's head. Isn't that bad? Shit. Luke, did you see this cut above his eye? No. No. It looks, it, it looks like a mouth. I'm reading about the UFC right now. Oh, <laughs> anything tight? Uh, yeah, actually. So, it looks like the main event at UFC 300 is going to be McGregor versus Chandler for the new uh, 165 division belt. Just making up belt so McGregor gets gets one. Well, they're getting rid of a division in the men's. Oh, I wonder um, if they're trying to funnel okay. more people into that one because some one of the ones yeah. that overfill it. I bet you there's one yeah. that's just hugely overpopulated. That makes sense. That's different than, that makes sense, than I didn't know that. Suleiman yeah. giving giving Canelo a title because it looks cool. Yeah, so Suleiman, you are the plenius. Yeah, it looks that Dana White made an announcement this week that most likely the UFC 300 main event is going to be McGregor vs. Chandler. Winner gets to be the champion of the new 165-pound division. 
That's cool. You see MVP is going to be fighting in UFC? Yeah, he's on the next show. That's yeah. Like MVP, like the wrestler? <laughs> no, uh, Mike, Michael, Michael Venom Page. Page. Oh, yes, I did see that. He's, th- here's the only thing, though. Is is Dana in the UFC? Are they, is, this, is it kind of dog shit, too, though? Like, I mean, Mike, Michael Venom Page was like this highlight sensation badass dude, what, eight years ago? Didn't he kill yeah. someone? No, he just dent, he just dented a guy's forehead. Yeah, he, he's the one knee. who crushed uh, uh, Cyborg's husband's skull. Yeah, but you remember? Yeah, like you remember when his forehead? Yeah, yeah. The the whole skull was cracked, right? In the front, yeah, in like front it, of his. Yeah. Yeah, and it looked that like it looked like he had a dent. It looked like he had a dent in his forehead. <laughs> yeah, dude. Can you imagine getting hit that hard? This oh, UFC three hundred fight card is nasty. So go over that card one second. I just got a question: Are they doing the to Page the same shit they did to like Fedor? We'll bring them in when they're kind of past their prime so that our guys look better against them? Probably. Probably. Like I, I wish Gosh. I wish Page would have I wish Page would have made his way to the UFC like a while ago because mm-hmm. after he got like knocked out by Lima showboating and he got knocked out by Lima, he kinda he like kinda started like not being as good as he was. So yeah. What a what a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what what's the card here? Why don't you run down that card we can we can pick at it for a second then we'll wrap up here as we're running no, out of our third hour time. It is gonna be Bobby Green versus Jim Miller. Yeah, Jim Miller, remember we talked about the, the knockout? <laughs> Chicago, Bears, Chicago Bears quarterback. Oh yeah, it's a dude. Jessica Andrade versus Marina Rodriguez. Ooh, Andrade. Andrade. Isn't she have a title? No. Oh. Uh, Sadiq Youssef versus Diego Lopez. That's like the one fight I don't know who one of the fighters is, at least. Well, uh, break how- news. Winnipeg Jets just got Sean Monaghan from Montreal. That's Sorry. Crazy. Uh, Holly no idea. Holm makes her return to the UFC versus Kayla Harrison. Who does? Holly Holm is fighting again. Oh, Holly yeah, that's Holm. right. I did hear that. I thought she was like... She went to boxing and, like, I guess she killed went... it and then came back. She went back to boxing. She started off as, like, a boxer. Yeah. She was, like, yeah. she boxed before she was in the UFC. Yeah. So she makes her return at UFC 300. And then we got... Now, this is when it starts to get... Then we got... I don't know how to say his first name. Ryan, you do. It's... Davison Figueredo. Davison Figueredo. Yeah, versus Cody Garbrandt. I hope Figueredo beats his ass. I hate Garbrandt's stupid neck tattoo. That's going to be like a fast fight, though. It's going to just be constant moving. Yeah, that'll be fun. And then we got uh, Bo Nickel versus Cody Brundage. Bo Nix? Yeah. And then Kelvin Katar versus Aljamain Sterling. Oh, shit. And then Yuri Prochaska versus Alexander Rakic. Okay, is that a Croatian dude? Rakic is. He's a Croatian dude, right? Yep. No, Serbian, sorry, Serbian. Serbian, Serbian, yep. 
then we get Charles Oliveira versus Armin. I don't know how to say his last name. He's from Armenia. It's Armin Sarukin. Hadouken. <laughs> and then we get Justin Gaethje versus Max Holloway for the BMF that's, belt. That's a banger. <laughs> that's, that's tight. That'll be a banger we, fight. Then we get Ryan's girl Zhang Wei Li. Yeah. Versus Jan Exanin. Jan not going to be here next week. And then Conor McGregor versus Chandler. Interesting cards. Interesting cards. That's crazy. (laughs) Fucking super crazy. (laughs) When's the Sean... O'Malley fight. That's February. Is it? Or yeah, it's this against one. Cheeto. Yeah. There's there's like that's the MVP UFC fight. There's a, it another, must be March because it's two ninety nine. Yeah, I thought two ninety eight was this month because two ninety eight was last month. Maybe I don't know. March ninth. March 9th, okay. You want to buy tickets to it, Ryan, since you're rich? <laughs> I actually, I actually we... have more, more money than I than I told you I was getting. Damn, that's you got you money? Gonna, bro, you going to send me some more? <laughs> Fuck no. You got, when would you get money? <laughs> oh, oh, never. <laughs> don't let him, you gotta, don't you let him lie to you. You got a sum of money? No, no, no! Don't, don't listen to Luke over there. He's, he's over there running okay. his mouth. He's talking all that, tell good, me, all that. I want you to tell me how go. much money. I want you to tell me how much money you got online on 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 the radio show. Put your business <laughs> out there. <laughs> I hear somebody like bang on my my window. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Is this Ryan from Sportscast Radio? <laughs> you guys Man, you got a lot of money. out in the background and shit. <laughs> Ryan, if we if we were to go to UFC 299, would you want to be on the floor? Oh yeah. Oh, well, no. Either, either that or the 100 level. Or the 100 level. Yeah, that's fine too. Those are good seats. We can get tickets in 105 right now for 700 bucks a pop, bro. Damn. That's so rich my blood. And it's in <laughs> it's in Miami, bro, so it'll be warm. Oh, that would be tight. Seven hundred and fifty bucks, right there. So well maybe if you get your tax return back, since you get like more money than I get that I'm just got in every single year. Luke, Luke gets more money that Luke gets more money back at tax time than we make in one year. Yeah, not, so no, can, not not I mean, not true. <laughs> all his kids. Yeah, he's he's like the fucking Brady bunch and shit over there. That's the only reason I had him. <laughs> it's just like, you know, uh, keep getting it going. <laughs> Man, I don't I don't know when the last time I got any money back from taxes was. I pay in every fucking year. I did everything right, and I paid. I had to pay two dollars. 
that higher. They they'd sue your ass. You'd go to that two bucks too at one point. <laughs> but I got I got I got like I got money from the state for once, which is good. State. So hell yeah. Are we are we doing another show next week? Yeah, we yeah. Are. Friday. Yeah, we we gotta get our um our Super Bowl thoughts and everything. Because after after next week, you know, we start getting into March. That's when free agency is. We start getting into interview season with all the NFL writers. Next thing you know, it's the fucking draft. <laughs> and then we're going. Yeah. Are, are we going to the draft, Ryan? What's the plans with that? We either. I either. So, say, Elijah, you're in here too. Obviously, um, I I thought I'd already brought this up, but um, very good chance we could get media to both the draft and the NFL Combine if we want them. Detroit and Indianapolis. Do you have any interest in going to either of them? I do. I don't know if I want to fly though. Then I, I would say probably. Yeah, I would probably say the draft then, since that's closer. I would Detroit rather drive. Far. I am a hundred percent okay with that idea. Obviously, knowing uh, my life, um, I won't be the one driving. I can drive. I love to drive. Yeah, I'll I just fall asleep too. the whole time, so I'll get us killed. <laughs> so <laughs> Detroit to it. Minneapolis. Is hold on a second. It takes ten hours. What about to Lucas Oil, whatever it's called oh, in God, Indianapolis? That's, that's way farther. Is it? Yeah. Luke, you I bet I, you it's going to be closer I, than you think. You and I could handle the driving. Like I'm oh, oh, like, yeah. I'm fine with dri- I'm fine with driving. Like we could split the driving. And I and I'll wake up every couple hours and give you guys my night terrors scream. Please don't. Oh, it's not. It's actually closer. Indianapolis is only eight hours. I told you. Because with Detroit, we got to go all the way around to get to it. Yeah, we got to go around Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. The uh, <laughs> you guys will be like, man, I hope we get. The, you know, I hope in round two tomorrow we get to come and watch, and I'll be like, ah, and then you guys are like, what the fuck? You know, like, sorry, what's sorry. going on here? <laughs> and then I'll shot at a five-hour energy drink. You know. And I'll be like, and I'll be like, oh, okay, sorry. No, I just had caffeine. I'm ready to go. And then I'll still fall right back asleep anyway. Yeah. Because that's what happened. When me and Doof went to Chicago for Forbidden Door, I drank two coffees before we even, like, got out of St. Paul. And then another one later on, and I I didn't I slept the entire time. Never failed. Yeah, and then you had, like, one of those energy, you had, like, a 300-milligram energy drink. When I drove in September and you were like out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where'd you guys go to in September? There, we went to Onamia for like. We oh, like, yes. That was what you, I, I told you to come watch the Colorado game with me because you were like 20 minutes away, you said. Yeah, I live like right down the road. <laughs> What was the place that we went and ate at again? I don't know. Some place at the res- some place like at that like resort kind of place. I forgot what it was called though. It was like a little town that had like a dirt road, and we found like a restaurant we went to. It was, it was, oh, it was not too bad. That was a bar. That was a, that was that bar. I forgot what the name of that bar was. They had that bomb ass bacon. Yeah. And, like, they had one guy in their kitchen who was, like, 
just moving like a maniac. He was th- think of the guy in a movie, Luke, where he's he's working so hard, he's getting everything done, and he's wiping his forearm, forearm against his head to stop the sweat while he's going. Like that was the guy they had back in their kitchen. <laughs> he's just killing it. <laughs> and then there's bacon, incredible. Might have been for him, not for us. We got that bacon. Yeah. <laughs> but that's way off track, and I apologize. Um, yeah, we're we're get we're getting off track, but I would I would like to. I think it would be fun to go to the draft and to the combine. So, so I I will keep looking at these. Um, waiting on getting. I I've, I've applied for both. I applied for four people for both, just for the sake of. Um, I may be able to get us some kind of a hookup for the draft for staying out there because there's people that we know that live kind of by there. Is there? Uh, mm-hmm. So that could be interesting. So maybe we, we might, maybe we can find a place to stay for free. We'll see. Are um, you talking about Queen? <laughs> yeah, I told them like where we were going and they're like, and they're like, ah, it's kind of an iffy part on one of those places. I'm like, well, obviously going to downtown Detroit's not going to be the best thing in the world. If um, you just stick where the draft is, I'm sure it's fine. It's not like oh, the NFL is yeah. gonna like make it unsafe for you. <laughs> oh yeah, but like you know, so it's just somebody that lives out there. They said that, and then I was about to say, well, you know, we'll just come crash at you and put your guys' place. Then we'll we'll, we'll check out Mark and his hog or whatever. <laughs> Mark and his hog. Queens and smoking Newports. <laughs> So we're going to leave you all with that. We'll be back next Friday, 8 o'clock. It's becoming the the normal, which is good. Uh, so we'll keep trying to get in the habit for everybody. Uh, with that being said, I'm excited. I'm going to go to my Xbox and jam out if anyone's coming with me. If not, y'all have a good evening. Thank y'all for listening to the show. We out. Peace out.